S-C-A-L You are now rocking with that dude Pascal We be going wild Haitian in the building So, so, so original Got the haters catching feelings Get your hands up to the ceiling And keep them held high Cause St. Louis is ready Forget about it, goodbye Hold up, we just saying hi Five somebody rise up Weekdays, catch us live Somebody, let's go Good morning, everybody It's the Pascal Show Yes Put your hands together, baby. You want to know why? Because it's Valentine's Day, baby. Happy Valentine's Day to every single lover out there. All you lovers and you haters, because you know, a lot of the reasons why you haters are haters is because y'all ain't getting enough love. All right? So all you haters out there, go go give somebody a hug. You know what I'm saying? Go give some love to somebody. It would really mean a lot, I'm sure. You know? Let's transform Let's reform some of these haters out there in the world. You know what I'm saying? We out here. It's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. Hopefully you guys are having a fantastic and uh, a freaky Friday. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully you guys are having a freaky Friday. Hopefully later on tonight. You know what I'm saying? Later on tonight or during the day. You know what I'm saying? There ain't nothing wrong getting freaky in the morning. That's an afternoon delight. Freak in the morning, freak in the evening. You know what I'm saying? You never know. It's all about love today. We got some great giveaways going on today. So be sure to call us today at 314-880-0808. We got a lot of great love to give today. Also, there's the other reason why. Lucas, there's also another reason why. There's also another reason why. We are in a celebrative, celebratory mood today. Today marks... The Pascal Show's fourth year being live. Yes. One clap. One person <laughs> clapping. <laughs> Lucas is like, all right, fine. I'm supposed to clap. Yes. Today is our fourth year. Fourth birthday. Dang. Four years, man. Four years of doing this craziness. Four years. <laughs> I got to be real. It's been an amazing experience. You know what I'm saying? It's been a crazy roller coaster of four years, but we are still here like cockroaches. You know, you could try to get rid of us, but we keep coming back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we keep coming back. We baby kids. You know what I'm saying? We don't die. We multiply. You feel me? Ain't nothing going to stop this train That's except right. for a train hitting me. Ooh. Then it would stop. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's planning anything crazy. I know exactly what some of y'all are thinking. Maybe if I get him in front of a train, <laughs> <laughs> this whole madness and circus will stop. But anyway, it's our birthday. It's the Pascal Show's birthday. And I, I think it's really great because one of the reasons is because, number one, today is a, a, a day about love and giving love to people and showing people that you love them and care for them. And I feel like this show shows a lot of love to a lot of people. And obviously I'm speaking on, I mean, I'm talking about it. It's me. I'm saying this. So, of course, I don't mean to be uh, uh, selfish for, for a few seconds, but let me indulge for a second, you know. But we, we started this show on a whim and a prayer just randomly in the corner of a, in a corner of an office a long time ago. And now the show has progressed into something more. 
and it's now a radio show. It's now a late night show. It's it's expanded and has has become more than what I could ever have dreamed of it being. In in, in also just in as little as four years, we have spanned TV, radio, and the internet, and I'm so thankful. But I also think the reason why we've had such a, a amazing four years is because of the amount of love that we give and the amount of love that we have for our city and the amount of love that we have for our people out there that support and love us. And I got to say to you guys, thank you guys so much for every single person that has tuned in, commented, shared, laughed, cried, felt a little gooey inside, whatever it is whenever you came to checking out the show, it really does mean a lot. And even all those people out there that still rock our t-shirts and share all of our content, it means the world to me personally. So I just wanted to say a huge thank you to everyone. And I, of course, if I could hug the world, I would. Man, I'd hug the world for like a, a year straight. <laughs> I wouldn't even let go, real talk. Actually, I would want to do it just to see how fast the world would actually rotate. You know what I'm saying? How would it feel? You know what I'm saying? Because that would be crazy, holding on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'd feel like I'd spin right off. If you're Nobody the, if with you, me? If, Anybody if, with if, me If you're on that this? big, wouldn't you be stopping the world? It I mean, spins pretty fast, still. It spins you're pretty gone. damn fast, you're, you're right? Dead. I'd be like, <laughs> like, just gone. Just off? Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just huh. saying. Just saying. All I know right. that was a random, like, maybe a stoner thought right there. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I just had to, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like, I, I love everyone. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I hope you guys are showing somebody you love a whole lot of love. Fellas, you know, you, it's not too late. You still have the whole day to go get some flowers and some candy or some chocolates for your loved one. All right? Ladies, you know, give them, give your man or your loved one some love. You know what I'm saying? And if you're if you're a woman who gives out flowers, give them flowers. Give the man flowers or give give your loved one flowers too. Give them some love, all right? But anyway, we do have a lot of stuff going on today. Giveaways, games. We got DJ Charlie Chan Soprano coming through. He's going to be talking to us exclusively about everything that happened at the Grammys, especially that iconic moment when he he held up Kobe Bryant's jersey in the middle of the performance, I gotta, I gotta know how that felt and what was going on through his head and what was going on backstage before all that chaos went down. All right. But anyway, I got a great group of people around me today. We got Lucas in the booth. Lucas, what's good? What's up, guys? Uh, happy Hello. Valentine's Day to you guys. Happy Valentine's, happy Valentine's Day, my Valentine's brother. Day to everybody out there. And I just want to point out that it's not just about the couples out there. I want to give a little shout out to the, the single people because I've, li I've lived that life a long time. I mean, only the last six Valentine's Day I've been with someone. Wait, you've been with your girl for six years, you said? Five years, but we got together in February. Wow. So that first one, you know, one, two, three, four. Right, know, right, right, just right, right. counting up. But look, back to the point, shout out to the single people. I've lived that life for a while. It's, it's, I don't want to say it's the saddest day ever, but it's still pretty kind of sad. Just go out and make yourself happy, basically. Yeah, use that Tinder. That's all I'm going to say. Hmm. Use that Tinder. Just, 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 or that Bumble. 
just just spoil yourself, I say. Yeah, or that rich man's app. There's another one for the for the rich guys, for the rich people. Is Literally, it? there's a dating app for rich people. I forgot what it's called, but it's like Rawa, Roa, something like that. Starting with K or C or R, whatever. Some some letter of the alphabet it starts with. But anyway, there's apparently like a literal literal thing, a literal app never heard that, that rich people can use so that they can mingle and hook up with other rich people. It's terrible. It's sad, but it's true. But yeah, happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there. Yeah. Uh, Non-Valentine's Day thoughts. Uh, thank you. I want to give a shout out to Mother Nature for giving us a nice little sunny day outside for yeah. the first time in like forever in exchange for uh, zero degrees outside. Zero degrees. Right. I'll, I'll take the zero yeah. degrees and, and take the sun at the same time. Winter's a lot less depressing when the sun's out. I'll say that. I'm not complaining about that, my brother. I'm yeah. good on that. Oh, also, you know, you're not going to say happy birthday, man? Damn. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to the show. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. I want, I want to point out that this is just the beginning for you guys. Right. Just, uh, just the you. very beginning. We're, we're, I, I mean, we're babies. I know. I was going to say, you just said, it make you, you make it sound so daunting. Yeah. And, and, it's and, so dismal. No, you're like, oh, no. this, this, this is just the beginning, son. It's just the beginning. Like, it, dang. If you think about it in the media, it's, it's the beginning. You have a long way to go and a lot of room to grow. A lot of room to grow. There is this, a lot the, of room to grow. This, this show could do so many things. I've only been here for a short amount of time, but I can see this show doing a lot of great things, and this is only the beginning. Thank you. Hey. That means a lot. Words of encouragement. Damn Skippy. Yeah. Nothing to be scared of. Yeah. Ain't nothing to be scared <laughs> of. There's no reason to be scared. Well. Ain't no reason to be scared. Very true. We've been doing it for four years. It's kind of, you know, you get in the groove. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You get into a groove. You get into yeah. a, you get into the, the rhythm of everything. And then next thing you know, you, you look up and it's 10 years. You're like, what? How did that happen? Time flies. How did that happen? Time flies when you're having fun. Especially when you're having fun. Fun. Yeah. Yes, and this is a fun show. You know what I'm saying? Yes, we do we deal with some BS every single, you know, every once in a while. Every that kind single, of thing. No, no, every not every day. day. Yeah, it is every <laughs> single day. I mean, we do we do deal with a lot of trash. We do, we do. Yeah. But you know, it's it's all about how you get up. You know, it's like what is that thing from Batman? Uh, why do we fall so we can learn how to get up? That kind of thing, or right. or you know why? Or what did he say in Batman? Why to go through the BS so that you know how to shovel it? He didn't say that in, in Batman. <laughs> but I was just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, you know a lot of Batman quotes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just making stuff up as I go. You know what I'm saying? I'm just making things up. But anyway, we had a beautiful day. Jackie Buck the turd. Hey we man. got Jackie Buck. What's the What's the guan? Happy Valentine's Day. Happy birthday. Yes. Um, you've been doing great. Thank you. Yeah. And so. It, Thank it, you. It's time to grow up. It's time and, to grow and, up. And, uh, and get, keep on getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. And so. What does a four-year-old usually do now? Like, do they? What? What's the? What's the pro? Like, what? What are they do? Being able to do physically? Like, obviously, walk, walk, talk. talk. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they're just little humans. Just yeah, little, t- little tiny humans. Yes. All right. I'm <laughs> they, just can't, li- they can't reach high so things. I don't like. Well, don't say that because we're trying to reach for high things <laughs> right <true>. now. <laughs> physically, they can't reach the top of the refrigerator. If Word. they if they can, they'll probably be playing basketball. Word. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. And this ain't a show about the NBA. Yeah. Sorry. But I do want to say uh, happy Valentine's Day to April. Oh, I love you. Oh, God. Uh, and happy Valentine's Day to Tessa and Olive and Jack. Oh. Yeah. Yes. And I got to see. I got a chance to see one of your kids. Yeah. The other. The, the other day. Tessa. Yeah. Tessa. Yes. She's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank God she looks like her mother. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost. <laughs> He's like, yeah, fine, yep, I'll take yep, that one. Yep. I'll take that one. I'll take it. Yes, yes. She's beautiful. 
thanks. All your kids are beautiful. Come on. They're all beautiful kids. You know, they don't You're fall. Lucky. Apple doesn't fall far, fall far from the tree. Yes, right. from the mother's tree. <laughs> yes, from the mother's tree. The, yes. the, from the mother's genetic pool. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to be a jerk. You got beautiful kids, though. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Happy Valentine's Day to the Buck family. Yeah. To all of them. Uh, every single one. Every of them. single one. Yeah. Even you, Joe Buck. Yes. <laughs> I'm just playing. Yeah, anyway. Hey, so, how about you, man? Well, thank you for asking. You're welcome. There's no one else here to ask you, so I figured I, I'd chime I in. I know. I'm the last line. Usually. I'm the last line here. Yeah, he's using the lifeline. I'll turn to him and go, what the hell? You going to say something or not? Or no? Nah. It won't be my fault if yeah, I have to say it. Exactly. If I have to say I it, that's just something about everybody else. So. Smack him in the head. That's right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Gil, you know, first off, gear. I don't know what that <laughs> just came out. Anyway, happy Valentine's Day to both of you guys. Real Thank talk. Uh, happy birthday, obviously. Happy birthday Thank to you. the show. You know, I know that, one, Jack has been with us since day one, obviously. One. Since day one. But then on top of that, but on top of that, okay. We got phone calls, like phones ringing and stuff. Anyway, but on top of that, Je- uh, Lucas, this is your first, this is your first year or first time working with us, mm-hmm. and we've been working with you for for a few months now. And I appreciate your support and love and all that stuff and encouragement. Because real talk, if you didn't feel what we, f- if you didn't feel anything about this show, you wouldn't be here. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it really means a lot. You know what I'm saying? So. Happy Valentine's Day and happy birthday to everybody in the room. And then happy Valentine's Day to my lady. Happy Valentine's Day. I love you to death. I love you to life. I think that's the thing that people are saying nowadays. Oh, I love you to I, life. I guess wishing death is what that is implying now. Exactly. Now now they're trying to say something different. Is that day and age? Or they're just trying to sound deep. Hmm. Like I love you. Gotta to, be different. I love you to life. You know what I mean? No? Huh. Maybe. I love you to life. But, uh, I love say, you saying to you life. love you to death is that you love you until the day you die. I die. That's I love you after death. I love you. I love you so much. When I die, I come back and I haunt you. Hmm. I love you to ghost. I love you. <laughs> I love you to spirits. Hey. Now we're getting deep. I love you to poltergeist. Oh. Something like that? Nah, that's never mind. That's a deep love. But anyway, that's some deep. Like, that's... that's <laughs> I think we're drawing the line right there. Century is old love. Anyway, I love you. I love you. I love you. You know, I, of course, you're everything to me and all that good stuff. Anyway, yes. And then, you know, it's been four years, so it's been fun. So I need to eat some cake. Hey. I need a birthday cake or something. You know what I'm saying? Something. Mm. You feel me? Something yeah. to think about. Something to think about. As we go into a break... We're going to go into a quick commercial break, but when we come back, it's Let's Talk. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. What's up, y'all? You're on WGNU 920 AM and 106.9 FM. Real talk for real St. Louis. Yes. Welcome. Welcome back to the Pascal Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and all that stuff. Yes. Now, obviously, there's a lot of things that are going on. There has been not only just love going around the world today, but there's also apologies going around as well. This has has to do with Snoop Dogg. It's time for Let's Talk. Now you've got to be kidding me. He needs some milk. And cookies. Of course, today is a day of love, but also of forgiveness, right? So 
Anyway, just recently, Snoop Dogg was on his Instagram going off on Gail King for basically the questions that she had with with NBA star Lisa Leslie. And of course, he had a lot of things to say. He called her the B word, dog headed, something like that. It was it was not a very pretty it wasn't a very pretty video that he made. So no. just the other day, just yesterday or yesterday, he he issued an apology directly to Gail King. Here it is. Coming at you live and direct with a message. Two wrongs don't make no right. When you're wrong, you gotta fix it. So with that being said, Gail King. I publicly tore you down by coming at you in a derogatory manner based off of emotions, me being angry at questions that you asked. Um, overreacted. I should have handled it way different than that. Uh, I was raised way better than that. So I would like to apologize to you publicly for the language that I used and calling you out of your name and just being disrespectful. I didn't mean for it to be like that. I was just expressing myself for a friend that wasn't here to defend himself. Um, a lot of people look up to me and they love me and they appreciate me, so I want to let them know that. Anytime you mess up, it's okay to fix it. It's okay to man up and say that you're wrong. I apologize. Hopefully we can sit down and talk privately. Have a good day. All right. So Snoop Dogg actually apologizes to Gail King about him saying some really bad things. I mean, he didn't really say anything that was very, very nice. It was a very, very colorful and very, obviously he was coming at her with passion and emotions, obviously, because Kobe had just passed and that was one of his homies. But my question to you is this. Should Gail fully accept that apology or is it is it too late? Mm. Is it a situation where it's too late? So for our Let's Talk segment brought to you by Old Vienna, don't be a drag, get you a bag of them fiery and delicious red hot riplets. Do you think Snoop Dogg is in the right for for uh, wanting to send her an apology? Or is it kind of too late? I'm going to go around the room. What you think, man? What you think, Lucas? I don't think it's too late. Because Snoop Dogg, like a lot of people, kind of overreacted and blew this whole thing up. It was really, in my opinion, taken out of context, this whole interview. It mm. They kind of just took that one piece. It's not like that was the first thing they went into. That wasn't the only thing they got into. It was a full-on, head-on interview about everything. And everyone saw that one clip and said, oh, this is wrong. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? This just shouldn't have been talked about. It should have been about his whole life, even though the interview was kind of about his whole life. They just took that one clip out and just overblown it. Like Snoop Dogg, he kind of owned up to, I don't want to say like Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg owned up to him kind of overreacting to it. Right. Which is what a lot of people will kind of should follow because yeah. they're really, really just blowing this out of proportion, in my opinion. So, in my, I really don't think it's too late. I, I, I give Snoop Dogg all the props for owning up and making that apology because that seemed really kind of a, a sincere apology, not just like, oh, I'm being having a gun to my head, have to apologize, read right. a script. That seemed like a, a real apology. Right. Okay. Okay. That's very well thought out, my brother. Jackie Buck deterred. What you think, man? Uh, I do not think that she should accept the apology, and Whoa. I, although that she did, but I mean, yeah, he, I know he like he threatened her, 
Like, do you, li- do you listen yeah, to his he, whole video? He really did. You know what? Like, well, it, it ended you know in what? a threat. You know what we need to do is we need we, we should pull up that, and it puts that, it in context. That, that original video as well. But I know that it's hard to censor that one because he does drop some F-bombs and he calls her some really bad names and all of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, he calls her the B word. He says, yeah, he does say like, you know. The dog head B? A dog headed, ugly dog headed something. Yeah. And um, but anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't yeah, mean to no, interrupt. But, the I mean, it just is. I understand his wanting to defend his friend. Um, and I understand that the whole context of the interview <laughs> that Gail did was, you know, not just within that one question. Right. Uh, but I think it maybe was still too, uh, as people say, too soon. Uh, maybe for her to have that conversation um, about all of that and to bring that up at that time. Mm-hmm. Um. I get Snoop's reaction, but in his reaction, he crossed the line. And I think that he, afterwards, and there was attorneys and things that were responding, um, saying like, oh, if you're coming at Gail, we'll, we'll come right back at you. Like, I think that he was getting pressure for his response. And I think that, I, I don't think it was that heartfelt. I think he made it sound heartfelt. He's an actor. Right. You know, he knows I put on a show. What? I mean, he, yeah, sure, he's an actor, but he's, I mean, he, I don't know. Wait, I, you're saying I don't know if he can act? Well, that too. <laughs> well, that too, but at the same time, I mean, isn't that's not his primary thing. Right. You saw what no, I'm saying? No, I'm just like, saying because not, he can use the emotions. He can make it seem like it's more heartfelt right. than it is. I just don't. I see what you're saying. I think that it was too much pressure from outside things, and that because it, it was literally a threat. I, I imagine that he could get in trouble for putting that video out there. If she, if like if Gail I wanted mean, he, to, she could right. turn back around on him and say that you know she feels threatened and cops at his door for for you know interrogating him. Right. I. Okay. Excuse me. So you don't think that? Okay. So you really don't think he? She should have accepted his apology. No. Period. No. Okay. Okay. I, 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 okay. Okay. Like maybe accept no. an apology for him like responding in a harsh manner, but I wouldn't be able to accept the apology because of what was said. Right. I mean, he went to personal, personal, physical appearance attacks, and then ended with a threat. So I mean, it wasn't like he was just like rebuking her for what she said. Yeah, like he went on a personal attack on her. He did go on a personal attack on her. But uh, you also got to remember that, of course, he's emotional. He's feeling some type of way. He just lost one of his boys. You know, his boy is dead and gone, like dead and gone. All right. I'm sure he's sitting there mourning over him. Then he gets all this stuff on, on sees all this stuff on media. So, of course, he's already torn up and upset about the, his the, the, his boy's passing. Mm-hmm. So I would automatically think that, yeah, I mean, if you're an emotional person or if you are in an emotional state, sometimes you direct your anger at people that maybe you shouldn't have directed your anger towards. Yeah. So his anger and his his frustrations and, and sadness are being directed towards her instead of being directed towards just trying to be able to have a chance to grieve. So that's one piece. You know right. what I'm saying? Like now I know that doesn't excuse anything. You can be angry but not insult. But True, but at the same time, I feel like he was saying a, what a lot of people were feeling at that particular moment. 
You see what I'm saying? Yeah. At the moment when Agreed. you don't when you don't have Agreed. somebody, yeah, when you don't have somebody, when you don't have somebody like explaining the situation where you're just getting the raw footage. You're just getting it raw. And you're seeing what media, the media is throwing out there, what social media is throwing out there. And that's all you're getting. And you're grieving and you're really upset. Yeah, you're going to go to your phone and just be like, you better watch yourself. Right. Because what you just said and what you just did is just out of line and totally messed up. You see what I'm saying? I, and I, like I said, I feel like at that moment, without her saying, without even having her give a chance to respond to the to the media leak footage leaked footage he was saying exactly what everybody was feeling at that time when yeah. i saw that footage i was like what the hell what the hell is that but also i didn't lose him right in that way he's not a personal friend of mine you know he he's not a blood relative you know what i mean he's not related to me so in that way mm -hmm. so for him to lose his homie like that, and then that, then that, those questions are being brought up. Yeah, that, that would, that would, yeah, I'd be really angry. I'd be really angry. But, you know, some people turn to things differently. Mm -hmm. Some people respond to to that kind of that type of situations differently. Right. Like him, he's got his arsenal of followers right. and people. So he's going, okay, I'm going to use the power of media, of my social media, to get my thoughts out. Right. You see what I'm saying? So when that kind of thing happens, it's like, all right, he's just going, he's just going off a gut knee-jerk reaction, which is what everybody else was doing. You know, we do have a comment here too. Missy says emotions emotions were very raw when this all happened. I love Snoop, and I think he was just emotional when he said those things. She said, uh, she said, accept and move on. Just as just as she wants everyone to move on from her asking some poignant questions about Kobe in the interview that spurred the whole thing. So, right. Missy has a good point. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, like like I said, emotions were high, especially, especially when Kobe has just passed right. in such a tragic way. And I guess everyone's reaction is basically being echoed and sounded off by Snoop in that video. But now that she said, whoa, 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 this, that part was not in the, in the interview. That part was cut out and then put out there out of context and all that stuff. And if you watch the whole episode, the whole interview, it's a different story. I, you know, once she responded, I feel like everyone started to cool down just a tiny bit. Right. To the point where that's why he was like, hey, I'm going to issue an apology. One, because... I, it was a knee-jerk reaction, and two, okay, my mama, <laughs> my mama said that ain't cool, you know, and I should know better. Yeah. And shout out to Snoop for still listening to his mama like that. You feel me? Still, like shout out to Snoop, man. Like, at least he has a head on his shoulders yeah. in a way to to turn to his mom, or that his mom was like, oh no, honey, no, 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 you don't do that. Take that video down and apologize to that woman. You know what I mean? Did he take it down? I don't know if that video's down, hmm. but and we can obviously look it up. But I, I personally think that it first, first and foremost, it was a, it was a knee-jerk reaction. He shouldn't have said what he said, regardless. He shouldn't have threatened her. That's not cool. But the fact <laughs> That's that not cool. that that ain't cool. That ain't gangster. 
But well, it is kind of gangster. It is kind of gangster, yeah. actually. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But you know, but I think that when it comes to that whole situation, the fact that he was man enough at least to go back onto his social media and say, "Hey," and give a very thorough and very heartfelt apology to Gail, I think that really helps a lot. It at least helps. It at least helps to the point where she did accept to accept his apology. Right. Right. Yeah. So. And so, and she so said, that's a good thing. She said that she accepts it, and it was never her intention to add to the pain over Kobe's death. Exactly. So, yeah, and of course she's trying to dodge it as much as she can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's trying to dodge the situation, but then at the same time, she hasn't really issued a full apology either, in regards to the in, in regards to the interview in the first place. Well, I don't think she felt like she needed to apologize. Well, she did say, "Hey, this is what happened," and I feel like she this is. It. She explains the, why, like the video, and saying this is taken out of context and all that stuff, and this is this is so rude and wrong and all that stuff. But at the same time, has she really made an official official apology to just the Bryant family? No, because she doesn't feel like she did anything wrong. She goes, she made a statement. She said, "As a journalist, it is sometimes challenging." to balance doing my job with the emotions and feelings during difficult times. I don't always get it perfect, but I'm constantly striving to do it with compassion and integrity. Mm. So, I mean, she doesn't feel like it was out of place. Okay. I'm with Jack. Uh, Gail King does not need an apology. She does not owe one. You don't think he, You don't think she needs to just say, hey, okay. Because right now, okay, regardless, even just to save face, even just to save face, come on now. She owes nothing. Wow. It's her job. I'm saying even to save face. No. Like, look at... No, no, no. Let's let's take this back real quick. Let's take it all the way back, okay? What we now going to do is go back. We're going to go all the way back. Kevin Hart. Every single time that people were like, are you going to address the conversation? Are you going to apologize? He's like, I already apologized once. I don't need to apologize again. I don't want to talk about it. Right. And that messed him up. That whole situation messed him up. Now, obviously, Kevin Hart and Gail King are dras- two drastically different situations, but at the same time, it's the same approach. Oh, I don't feel like I need to apologize because I already addressed it. I've already addressed the situation. Think about it. Yeah. Shouldn't she just come out with one bit, vi- just one? One soundbite saying, I am sorry, and to the Bryant family, I'm sorry. Boom. So she done. Sh- she should be Wash sorry. Wash her hands clean of it and walk out the she, dough. So you're saying she should be sorry because someone decided to take one clip out of her entire interview and just blown that out of proportion. At the end of the day, at least it would save face and show that she's not a callous woman just doing it just for views and just for TV ratings. It's not like she was the one that just saying. said, oh, this is the this is the juicy part of the interview. Let's blow this one up. She no, wasn't... and I'm not saying that. No, 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 no. I'm, I know that she's not the one who put that out that video. But at the same time, she can literally just say, I'm sorry. I Maybe, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, uh, what's the word? When you eat, eat crow. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just eating crow. You know what I'm saying? You're just doing it. Like maybe, and not saying that, not, not saying being like some callous human being and, and just do it out of, out of some weird sociopathic way of just saying oh i'm sorry so i could just move on from it but being just saying you're sorry would transcend so much and all this backlash and all these conversations and us talking about it would not be happening anymore 
we would be moving on from it. But if she's she a just gave, if she gave one good, but there's so many journalists that have said so many messed up things, and they have gone up even with slippage of the tongue, yeah. and they'll get on the camera and say, "Hey, I'm really, really sorry for saying that one thing." But this isn't like or, a slippage or reporting of the tongue that type thing. thing. She doesn't feel like she did anything wrong. If she's apologizing, what okay. is she gonna say? I'm sorry for. Wow. I'm sorry, you I'm, feel bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> this is getting blown up. I'm sorry wow. that this one, two minute. Part of the, my entire okay. interview is getting blown up, okay. taken out of context. You, but you don't understand. This is somebody who's an iconic person. This is an iconic figure. Yeah. This is somebody that everybody grew up with. This is somebody that celebrities still are mourning over. The, the, the NBA All-Star Weekend is this weekend. They're going to be doing nothing but honoring this man who did so much for the sport, all right, and for entertainment, period. So for the fact of that, let's just say that, he, she should at least apologize just for that. I, I still don't see it. Okay. I really don't. We can agree to disagree on this yeah. mug. Lucas I mean, it, my, in the booth. Just, just my thing. It's not like she went <laughs> dove right dove right into that topic. Like, it's not like that's, that's the lead there. You're really telling me. You're telling me right now that... Her just walking away from it is going to be okay. Sweeping it under the rug is I'm, only putting dirt under the rug. The rug is still standing on, laying on top of dirt. That's not, she's not picking it up and dealing with it. She's sweeping it under the rug, man. See, I'm not saying like just do that. I'm just saying like she, the death she does threats. not owe an apology the death for threats. doing the interview. The death threat. No, I'm not saying that. It's just saying I'm sorry. Just say you're sorry, sorry and just keep what, it though? moving. I don't see the. I'm sorry. I, I, I can see you're addressing it and explaining that this, this wasn't the idea I'm trying to get at or yeah. saying something along those lines. It's just saying I'm sorry. For, like, just for what? I'm sorry for what? Okay. 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 You're, no, 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 no. This is not a Joe Pesci, like, you know, lethal weapon. Okay. 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 No. What I'm trying to say is. I do believe that her addressing it in one final video or one final soundbite or just going on Oprah's platform or going on to her morning show, any of those things and just saying, hey, this is what happened. I feel very sorry about that. I am sorry. We'll be right back with more things about Skittles, whatever it is, and just move on. At least acknowledge the situation one last time say you're sorry making an official statement an official apology and keeps it moving because i'm gonna be real a lot of people out here still don't think that she apologized to this day son unless she has like since in the last overnight but she hasn't apologized you got snoop dogg being the bigger guy in a way learning from his mistake and saying hey i'm making an official apology on my on my social media platform she does he doesn't have cbs you see what i'm saying yeah he doesn't have a platform like she does she could easily go on to cbs or her morning show and go hey guys i'm sorry i'm just making this one final official announcement i am so sorry i did not know it was going to have that kind of backlash but this is what i do for a living she could still throw in her defense but just say sorry. If, if, she, if she does say a statement, it's going to be along those lines. There, pro- there probably will be an apology, but not an yeah. apology saying, I'm sorry for doing this interview. It'll probably be something like, I'm sorry I, for I, hurting, I, my, hurting under- the Bryant family. It'll be like, I understand why people are so upset about this part of the clip, but you have to understand right. that this is not the sole point of the interview going right. to that topic. 
you have to this is all being taken out of context go watch the entire interview you'll right. you understand why we dove into this right topic. now i know that in the video that she did before she did address certain things and all that she talked about everything you know she did to a certain extent apologize right but i feel like people don't feel like she's officially officially made a real statement out there just to say hey i'm really sorry sure, no, she, i think she'll like, make one and I'm hoping that she, I really hope that she does. But she's not going to say, loud. I'm sorry for doing the interview. I'll tell you that. She shouldn't. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not talking about that part. I'm just saying. Or, or even I'm, I'm sorry. sorry for asking this question. Even I'll go there. I feel like she should say, I'm sorry for that. <laughs> I think so. You know, I think there's a time and place for everything. She hmm. is a journalist. I agree completely. She's talking about his full life and full legacy and all that stuff. But at the same time. If it's the full life and full legacy, that's in that type of interview, that should be at least some sort of discussion. I, I no, I, and I, I agree. I completely, and I agree I completely with that. Understand the other side. It, 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 it's a tough, tough, it, tough. If it touch, tough it's situation. A, it's a tight rope. Yeah, it's a tight rope. Would you know? she have asked the question if it was three months later? I think so. I think she would have. Would there have been as much outrage? No, no, not as much. I don't think. I don't think she still I has th the same national platform. She still has the same national platform, absolutely. But he just passed, well, and we did talk about this in another uh, yeah. in another episode where we were just like, okay, when is the right time to ask those kind of questions? When is the right time to talk about things that were a part of that person's history, a part of their life? Do we just throw those under the rug just because he scored a whole bunch of points and he was a super athlete? You know genetic freak <laughs> you know what i'm saying an amazing you know poetry in motion type of situation do we not talk about those things and we did talk about that you know, on the show and I, I do feel like there's a, a, a time and place for everything and i think that when it came to him passing yeah like you don't do it right after that man come hmm. on i just don't think that, no three months sure at least, at least, like, 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 let's put the man in the ground first. Hmm. He hasn't even been I mean, put for the, the ground. For the, for the Bryant family, bringing that up even later on is still going to have the same effect on them, isn't it? Yeah, it'll be tough. Who, who, who are you concerned about, the, the Bryant family or the fans? About the question, like, who? Like, okay, so some d distance, some time off away from it, like when you say three months, mm -hmm. I feel like that's a, that's a fair enough time. I feel like that you should be able to talk about those things later. But right when that man passes or that person passes and you're already t pulling out warts and all, I don't know. Hmm. That's a little too soon. It's too soon. Even I'll even say about Trump, too. If he was to pass yeah. and his tarnished career, I feel like it's it would be a little shooting. I'm not even. You know what I feel about our president right now? And in my head, in the back of my head, I'm like, put everything out there as soon as he passes. But then at the same time, it's like, well, where, where's the honor in that person who, you know, in his, to that man's life? Hmm. You see what I'm saying? But that's, I mean, that's, of course, my own personal opinion mm -hmm. on that. You know? Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Happy birthday. <Yeah. laughs> anyway, comment down below. Let us know what you think. We would love to hear what you think. 
Obviously, this was Let's Talk, brought to you by Old Vienna. Don't be a drag. Get you a bag of those fiery, delicious, red-hot ripplets. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye! Hey, we're keeping it real all day on 920 AM and 106.9 FM. This is Real Talk, WGNU. Yes, welcome back to the Pascal Show. It's Valentine's, don't you know? Keep going, keep going. No, no, no. That's all I got. That's all I got. Hey, hey, hey. Anyway, hope you guys are having a fantastic and wonderful and lovely Valentine's Day. Really, real Mm -hmm. talk. I hope you guys are having the best time of your lives, butt naked, (laughs) in the morning and later on tonight. Come on now. You know Mm. what I mean? You know the tradition. You, You take your loved one out. Somewhere mm-hmm. you eat some dead animals, mm-hmm. drink some crushed grapes, mm-hmm. and then you go home and you do the nasty. I mean, that's what Valentine's Day is the all about. Nasty, nasty, mm. nasty. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. Yeah. Depends on what kind of nasty you're into. You know, it could be just missionary. Or you go out and you have yourself a nice solo meal, or a big solo meal. You go watch a movie. Go by, swipe by yourself. Go swipe right on a bunch of Tinder. Dates, possibility. What, kind of, what kind of movie, Jack? Uh, maybe uh, a comedy movie, so you don't make yourself sad watching a romantic movie. Oh wow, yeah, that, that, that's, that would be tough. That's heavy, man. <laughs> wow, that, that got me. Yeah, and so and then maybe uh, you know, and then you go home and you do the nasty yeah, by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> B- bring out the Jergens. <laughs> Break out the Luberderm hmm. or that cocoa butter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whatever no, you're into. No. Whatever you're into. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things to be into. That's, 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 there's so many choices. So many choices. <laughs> anyway, we got some news for you guys. Let's get into what's going on in the world, Jackie Buck Deterred. Let's see here. Did you send me over uh, a list here? Yes, I did. Yeah. Not seeing it yet here, but I'll uh, let me pull up some of our trendy Just... news and things that are going on. And... Yes. Uh, there's a whole bunch of there's a gang of stuff going on. Yes, in the world. So, give me one more moment here. Sure. I know that Tom was planning on calling in to, yes, to he talk was. about a little bit of news, but uh, I'm sure he had this on his list. Uh, there is a five year old uh, that is uh, that was in a, he saved his family from a house fire. Uh, he helped his sister yes. escape through a window, and he ended up going back in and getting the dog out. Uh, that is a true. Hero right there. I, I heard about that story, and I'm telling you, that kid, like, literally, he should have every single type of candy, every sweet, that it, every game, every toy that he has ever wanted in his life. He deserves everything he gets. He will get everything he deserves, I hope, for the rest, at least for the rest of the year, because what he did was amazing. That was a five-year-old kid who did that. Mm-hmm. Five years old, man. That's Can you imagine? Like, how big was the dog? That's what I want to know. I don't know. How big, how big was the fire? Would like to know. How big was the fire? That's, that's, the, that's the other thing. Like, whole house, like, engulfed or, like, back of the house on fire and, like... Right. I just don't know those things. Yeah. So... We just don't know these uh, things, you know? We just don't know these things. I mean, the house looks like it's pretty burnt. Ooh, let uh, me see. With some... Uh, let me see. You know, the sides of the, the windows and things like that. Oh, all, have All mercy. the vinyl siding's all burnt out. You know, the flames were coming out of there. I swear to God... You know what? He's he's Kellel. Yeah, <laughs> I'm serious. That's Clark Kent. 
Look at the kid. Yeah. Look at him again. Yeah. He's like, I'm cool. That's, like he's and, and and also on on top of that, look at him. He he doesn't even have a scratch on his body. Yeah, he's got a little little soot up on the. He's up got on his soot, face. but that's it. Yeah. You wash that off with some, you know. Yeah. You, 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 you put no, some no burns soap, or anything. Good. You know, that's wow. It's pretty amazing. Pull out some Irish Spring, scrub, scrub. That's gone. He looks <laughs> unscathed. Yeah. I mean, Unbelievable. Um, Did they say what happened to him? Like, uh, what, what the, how the fire was started? No, I don't. I don't. Please, I mean, hopefully, he didn't under, start it. Under investigation. I hope he didn't start it. You know, no. no, seriously. I doubt it. No, no, no. I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm, I'm just saying, like, kids, yeah, kids at a certain, kids at a certain age like to play with fire, and, and yeah. just imagine him just like messing around and whoosh, you know, a curtain goes up in flames, and he's like, oh no, yeah. you know what I mean? So we'll see, but man, is that kid a hero? Still, that kid put yeah. another uh, definition of the term of uh, playing fireman as a kid. Yeah, right. Completely different. Yeah. He or well, to a whole yeah. another level. He, a real, of, he was a, a real, real fireman. fireman. Like I don't know how he was able. How old was his sister? Two. Wow. And did they ever say how big the dog was? Real quick. Uh, not that I'm seeing. They said that the the fire started with a I think it was an electrical malfunction in the children's room. Oh, wow. uh, so whatever that that means. Man, shout uh, out to that kid. What's the kid's name? Noah. Noah. That's it. Uh, Noah Woods. Wow. Yeah. Noah Woods. You are the hero of the day, man. Yeah. Let's clap to him real quick. Holy cow! Holy cow! You know what I mean? Do That's one more real quick. We got we got two minutes. Okay. Uh, well, here you know, it is Valentine's Day, so there's a lot of love out there. You gotta be careful with uh, some catfishing that might oh, be going yeah. on. Uh, there was an 80-year-old widower in Oregon that lost $200,000 in a catfish romance scam. Excuse me? How did that happen? Uh, the alleged con artist told the elderly man uh, he was paying for a 500-ton lion sculpture to be shipped from China to an art gallery in Florida uh, and somehow got that widower to give him $200,000. Uh, and, and they met on an online dating service. And uh, I guess wow. he wasn't actually sending this... Uh, this big lion. <laughs> what? So there's a sculpture of a Excuse lion. Excuse me? And this is a picture he sent to him. He's saying, I'm going to ship this. Oh, my God. Huge 500-ton lion. To you. Uh, to uh, some other, like a, what did I say? The, to an art gallery in Florida. And uh, That's stupid. Got the money for it. Which, I don't even know, can $200,000 ship a 500-ton item? I think that sounds low. That, that, I mean, <laughs> that sounds kind of low. Yeah. Because yeah. that's huge. It's huge. That thing is so, freaking huge. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but you just watch out out there. You know, these uh, dating services, I guess, try to put protections in for people. But Oh, yeah. Um, like, I'm going to I'm gonna send you this sculpture of a lion. Here you go. Yeah, well, no, it wasn't sending it to him. It was saying, like, kind of let him on and then saying, oh, I need help to send this this artwork. And the guy said, "Okay, I got the money. I'll help you with it." Wow! Send him. You know, here's your PayPal <laughs> or Venmo. <laughs> yeah, here's your Cash App. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's incredible. I just incredible. need you to go up to Walmart and get me two hundred dollars in gift cards every day and send them to me. Uh, yeah. That'd be great. That, that ain't about that life. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, that's why. That's why, like Tinder, all that trash. You know what I'm saying? Like online stuff. It is so easy nowadays to swindle somebody get someone bamboozled run astray you know what i mean yeah. run amok i don't know but anyway 
That's why online stuff is really creepy to me. That, that's why you don't see me like buying things online that, that much. Yeah. I just don't trust it. I want to physically feel it before I buy it. You know, I want to see it. Like buying shoes or putting on clothes, like I'm not going to go online and buy that ish. Right. Because I want to see it. I want to feel it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right, we got to go into a quick commercial break. This is the Pascal Show. We'll be right back. Bye. This is Real Talk from Real St. Louis, streaming live on realtalkwgnu.com. Welcome, welcome back, y'all, to the Pascal Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and all that good stuff. Let's get into it. We've got some more top news going on, so let's get it. What else is going on, Jackie Buck? That's hurt. So, you know that there's uh, a couple of these cruise ships that are out there, and they are being, being quarantined, de- right? Yeah, quarantined, and they're being denied entry into a lot of ports. Yeah. Uh, so, because a lot of people are, those, a lot co- of those people, countries are like, nah, nah. Right. Can, and then also, a lot of people are getting infected with the coronavirus right. that are on this the, the right, cruise ships. It's a, if one person was, you know, had it, then it's likely to be spreading like crazy on there. Right. right? I feel bad for those people. This terrible. And uh, so I guess everyone else kind of felt bad for him too. So um, an adult website vice president of a thing called Cam Soda uh, said his company is trying to ease boredom for impacted passengers and is giving free porn. I'm done. Uh, access to <laughs> to the cruise ship passengers. Why am I not on one of these cruise ships then? <laughs> no, I'm just totally kidding. Wow. Um you know, I guess that's a, I don't know. Everyone's probably being like, I don't know. That's a lot of alone time, I guess, that's people a, be spending. So That's a hell of a lot of, that's a, yeah, that is, that's very, very true. That it is a lot of alone time. And I'm sure that they're all even quarantined inside of the quarantined right. the, the cruise ship to begin with. So yeah. I can only imagine the a lot of the alone time that you're having by your damn self. You know what I'm saying? In fact, you know what Cam Soda should do? They need to do this for all the prisons. Literally. Yeah. All prisons. Give them, hey, why not? Yeah. Hook them up. They're, they, a lot of them are in solitary confinement for a long time. Hmm. There's a lot of aggression. Why not? Yeah. They, this same, this same <laughs> Just company, a the same company, it's based out of Miami. Uh, it tried to offer complimentary webcams to the Kansas City Chiefs and San Francisco 49ers. Uh, so <laughs> what they um, yeah I don't I guess they're I don't know it's kind of interesting to think about as a business like side of it about how they're looking at the situation and going how can we use it to market ourselves right wait wait, wait. first off first off real quick what the hell is cam soda uh, sounds like there's something with a camera I don't know like is it is it like webcam stuff that's kind of that's kind of my picture. Just because of the cam. Cam. Yeah, it says attempting to board passengers um, that are stuck aboard the Princess Cruises two quarantine vessels with free webcam sessions. Wow, that is something else. That's yeah. really funny. That is really really funny though. Like nah, but Man. for everyone there's in that's in there and they can't even have person to person contact. I'm assuming. I'm sure they're all quarantined within their own rooms in right. a way. They're like prisoners. Yeah. I mean that's terrible. And then at the same time, those that's a lot. That's thousands of people going into their. They're going to run out of toilet paper. Actually, <laughs> they're going to run out of toilet paper. They're going to run out of Kleenex too. So, 
There's gonna be a lot of yeah. It probably really terrible. is a genius idea on the business side. Yeah. If you really think about it. Yeah. Now they're now they're on international news. Well, if you really think about it, that too, but if you really th that's very true. But if you really think about it as well, that's also bringing eyes and viewers to their stuff. So no matter what, their al algorithm yeah. goes up bigger. Then obviously maybe those people are trying to sell at a space or yeah. whatever to their pages. You know how it is. And these people that are getting free access, they're like, yeah. oh, this is cool. And then they get home, and it's not free anymore. Like, oh, I gotta buy this now. I gotta yeah. get this. <laughs> now, now my question is why? Why my question is why hasn't Pornhub thought of do, doing this? Late you know to the game. I mean? Yeah, super late. This is this is the new. Hell, they'll be now. the second coming. Ah, yeah. okay. Was that, was that intentional? There. Yeah, that was literally <laughs> intentional because you know he's a dad. He got dad jokes all day. That's not really a dad yeah. joke though. But it is cheesy. It could be a dad. That joke. could be a dad joke. <laughs> A dad, dad joke. That's a dad, dad joke. Exactly. That's how you become a dad. Exactly. Joke. Oh <laughs> yes. yes, yes. Wasn't ready. Anyway, <laughs> what else is going on? Uh, let's see. There was an astronaut that came home uh, after being uh, gone for 328 days, and her dog uh, went absolutely crazy mm -hmm. uh, seeing her. So those, those return home uh, videos are always kind of fun to see, yeah. like military returning and uh, things. But uh, I'm always wary because most dogs have some kind of nails right right uh, and they go crazy yep uh, that and there's some big dogs that come just like tumbling onto people okay. yeah <laughs> so it's like it's pretty crazy yeah what it what was really cool is i saw the video too what's really cool is that she's been gone for over a year mm -hmm. And the dog still remembers her. Oh yeah, and just lost his lost its mind because I don't know if it's a girl or boy, but or male or female. But anyway, it was really really cool and, and such a heartwarming, heartwarming thing. It's frozen. Oh okay yeah. yeah. I don't know what's going on with the computers today, but yeah. this is this is the life we live in today. That's right. It's Valentine's some, Day. It's a busy that, day for the internet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, yes it is. All them cam sodas. And, and Tinders and Bumbles, everybody's trying to look for something. Looking Penub in all the wrong places. Looking Penub. Anyway, what, <laughs> what else is going on? Uh, let's see. I, I try. My list just disappeared on me. Uh, so. Oh, shoot. Um, uh, okay. No, it's all good. It's all good. Okay, you know what? There's one. There's something else that's going on which is uh, something very interesting. There is a man trying to sue the NFL over the halftime show. This guy yeah. is a, this man is a podcaster slash preacher, uh, pastor, sorry. Mm -hmm. um, and he had a lot to say about the halftime show. We got a little bit of a clip for it. Like to hear it. Here it go. But uh, I viewed some some stuff today. I saw some. I, di I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw parts of it today. I saw some visuals from it. I saw. Uh, it's okay if I say it. I, I, grown grown audience here. If you want to go ahead right now and share this, because I think this is important. Uh, I saw a lot of crotch shots. Dare I say that crotch <laughs> shots from last night's Super Bowl? What? I saw a lot of crotch. I'm, I'm serious as a judge here. I think uh, I'm, I'm looking for a lawyer out there. Somebody would join me in a class action lawsuit against Pepsi, the NFL, my local cable company. I don't, I don't know who all we would sue, but sue as many people as we want to for Have pandering pornography. Maybe that's not the right charge. I'm not a lawyer. Contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Unbelievable. What we saw yesterday was a strip club 
performance at halftime of the Super Bowl. And you would say, well, coach, you can turn it off. You don't have to watch it. Well, that, that's true. I could. But unfortunately, that was streaming into the homes of people before they had any idea. There was no warning. There was no uh, caution under the age of 18 or caution under the age of 13. We're watching a football game. People turn in to watch a football game. And the next thing you know, what do you have in front of you? You've got debauchery. Folks, are we going to protect our children or not? Now, now that, that's the thing. Okay, I, I understand the feeling of a hypersexualized halftime show type of performance, but I don't see him going and hitting up. I don't see him hitting up trying to sue people in regards to Adam Levine's performance. I don't see him having a problem. Apparently, he has no problem with the men bearing their chests and just grinding and gyrating and doing some magic mic action type of thing on, on the whole situation. But if you really think about it, where where does he have where does he have even the right to sue? Like where where's the room in this? This is the stupidest thing I have ever heard. There's no judge ever that would want to take up that case. Who would do that? Who would like I agree. Let's sue them all. Like where where's the where? Where is that? How does that work? I don't even. I can't. Where, even, I where does even, how I does that have, make sense? You know what no, I'm saying? I have no idea. Where does that make sense? It doesn't. Stupid. You're I, you're kidding me. You're gonna want you want to sue the NFL for a halftime show, and and he literally said his the argument that everybody else would say is, "Hey man, if you got a problem with it, you can always turn it off. I you could, can always, but you can always change the channel. You know, you know for a fact he wasn't gonna change the channel. That was it was way too fun to watch." Hmm. As a red-blooded American heterosexual man, right? Right. And in all honesty, I guess I can somewhat, somewhat see the like what they're getting at. I guess, but at the same time, there are so many worse things you can find on TV that aren't like for the right rating, if you uh-huh. so to speak, and just in life in general. Right. And no one's doing over that. You uh, know what? I guarantee you. He's only doing this for ratings. What's on, what's on the sidelines every every yeah, single that's game? The, I forgot to make that uh, point. Oh, the, the cheerleaders. cheerleaders. Oh. Right. And there's all and it's all butt boobs and crotch shots all day long with them shaking around and doing their thing. You have no problem with that. You have no problem with them, but you have a problem with Shakira and J Lo shaking their thing and doing and performing their performances. And ha- nah. Have- you know what? I guarantee you, I guarantee you, he is just doing this for publicity. He's getting this his name out there. He's trying to get his podcast a little bit of a bump. Mm. And guess what? It's working because we're talking about it. Come to church anyway, on Sunday. We gotta go to a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. What's up, y'all? You're on WGNU 9:20 a.m. and 106.9 FM. Real talk for real St. Louis. Yes. Welcome, welcome back to the Pascal Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If this is your first time checking out the show, please go click that like button on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash the Pascal Show. And we do have a YouTube channel. We're on there live right now as well. Go to youtube.com forward slash the Pascal Show. Crush that subscribe button. It would really mean a lot. Anyway, you know, there's a lot of things going on tonight for Valentine's Day. But one really special thing's going on at Val- on Valentine's Day tonight at House of Soul. I am with my brother, 
I am with my brother, Will Robinson. He is here in the hose. What's up, my What's dude? What's on, good? What's good? Everything's good. Everything's good. Appreciate y'all having me. Anytime, man. Anytime, man. So tell me, tell me, tell me, what is... What's going on tonight at House of Soul? I know that, you know, you are performing, correct? That is correct. So we're going to have a wonderful, wonderful setup of uh, live music. Myself, uh, some star musicians straight out of St. Louis, and uh, the lovely Zeta Lioness will be joining me on stage as well. So it's going to be just a great night for live R&B, um, definitely a girls' night out, definitely nice. a couples' night out. And, um, you know, we're just looking to have a good time, maybe throw out a few roses, Ooh, make sure okay. that love is uh, still in and, and stays in the air, maybe okay. even create some new love. Who knows? Yeah, no hey. kidding. And to create some new love and, and maybe create some new babies. Hey, 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 whatever <laughs> floats your boat, you know? I'm just saying, hey, man, tonight is the night of love. It is. It Making. is. And, and 2020 has started off to be a great year, so we're, we're looking for it to be a, a lovely season and and keeping things rolling. That's good. Now, I understand that you do more than just tonight. You perform at House of Soul quite a bit, correct? Absolutely. So I'm definitely uh, one of the the usual singers there, uh, amongst all the other acts, Rhoda G, uh, Terry Rogers, mm -hmm. uh, Zeta Lioness, Love Jones Band, et cetera, et cetera, man. Uh, House of Soul has definitely opened up their doors and created a, a new avenue and a platform for us to continue on uh, bringing the best of live music, uh, mm -hmm. the city zone, to the nightlife here. And in, in, in downtown, definitely, we're back. Nice. You know, nice. That's a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah, you know, you know, that's the thing. Like, downtown, is, it's, it's really tough uh, because there's a lot of people who are are scared of going downtown you know scared of crime true, scared true. of all that stuff so what do you what do you have to say about that you know as far as like being in an entertainment being in the entertainment business and and working in such a great place like house of soul uh you know what i what what i would like to say to that is you know it, you can never tell someone not to be scared but at the same time uh this is our city uh i mm -hmm. feel like especially with the live music scene uh we need that support uh we have a saying you know support your local artists until they're no longer local uh, and a lot of us have been able to go on and achieve uh, a lot of things, not only within the city, but outside of the Missouri area. And uh, we just look for that love to, to be reciprocated to us as we give ourselves to the stage and, you know, always giving you the tunes to rock and, and chill and right. just enjoy your day and your evening when you're out, out with your folks. You yeah, know? yeah. No, I, I love that. Now, let me ask you, uh, with your band, yes. you and your band, What's the name of the band? Uh, Will Robinson. Oh, it's just Will Robinson. Okay, it I is. thought it was Will Robinson <laughs> and the something. You know, when you we're doing the corporate stuff and, and, and the parties and everything, the house parties, boat parties, whatever, it's, it's always Will Robinson and company. But hmm. the thing is, I have so many, uh, I work with so many star-studded musicians that have worked with a lot of folks. Um, everybody gets their own their own introduction. Right. You know, I would never want to uh, pigeonhole us within just one name. I mean, I get it. The Beatles were good. You know, the roots is what's up. But once we're on that stage, everybody has their moment to shine. So uh, that's that's how we present ourselves. You know, just one collective unit yeah. in which everybody is able to uh, present their creative selves. That's what's up. Okay. Well, then let me ask you this. Yes, sir. What kind of music do you guys play, the band? Oh, yeah. So. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you see his so. voice kind of dropped into his thing. Like, hey, baby, how you doing? Yeah, I, I kind of dig it a little bit. Where the rose at? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> right. where's the rose at, man? Damn, yeah, are you going to yeah, give yeah. me a rose? It's sitting in a bucket of water somewhere. <laughs> uh, probably in schnooks. Uh, so, yeah, man, uh, 
you come out to our show, you're, you're bound to hear anything from Bob Marley, Daniel Caesar, um, Marvin Gaye, Luther Vandross, Donny Hathaway, uh, Maxwell, just to name a few. You'll also hear some of my stuff, uh, these next Original. few shows that I have going on. Uh, definitely, as I'm working on more original material, uh, my song Voodoo Priestess, which is actually out on all music outlets, Spotify, nice. iTunes, Apple Music, et cetera, et cetera. Again, that song is Voodoo Priestess. Uh, it is an original uh, produced by Mr. Mark Harris II right here in St. Louis, uh, shot at Shock City. But, uh, yeah, you know, we, we pretty much put our spin on everything. I mean, you might even hear the Rocky anthem when we playing on stage or That's might even – Throw your lighters up and do a little purple rain. So oh, okay, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 get it in like all all of it, all of it, all, all of, of it. it, all, all of, of it. it. Okay, so then let me ask you because obviously you know you do this music thing. You do a lot of music things. Yes, uh, you know right over at at House of Soul and obviously at other private events as well. But I gotta ask you, since you are a music file, right? Okay. What is the number one song that gets you in the mood? Given the fact that it's Valentine's Ooh. Day, don't worry. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to hit on no, you or no, nothing. No, 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 no. You know no, what I'm saying? It was the perfect setup. So when I think of Valentine's Day, I, I truly believe uh, there's a few songs that come to mind. Donny Hathaway's "Love You More Than You'll Ever Know" is definitely a good one. John Legend's "So High." Ooh, um, good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll probably be doing that one tonight. Definitely. Oh. Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> something like that, definitely. Yep. Oh. Uh, sheesh, love songs, love songs. I mean, if you go old school, you can just stop it like Temptations, My Girl, or something mm. like that, you know? Okay. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a classic. I, I love okay, the Okay, so the classics. Timeless music is, is definitely the totally only fair. way to go. Totally fair you know? with the, the classics. But, you know, anything new, anything newer? Anything new, uh, best part. Uh, you know, Ooh, good one. Get Damn, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Get you, uh, Daniel Caesar mm -hmm. is definitely one that I know. I know ladies love to hear me do at the show. So, uh, this is definitely one of those crowd pleasers. That's a disaster. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. How about uh, that Be Bieber? Yummy. Yeah, yeah, definitely Bieber. Bieber, <laughs> yummy. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> You're like, uh, well, about that. There's a lot of things that are yummy. No. Yeah. Just sit it right there on <laughs> yeah, the table. Yeah, know? just leave it there. <laughs> leave it there, like the, the cake that you're about to eat, that hey, kind of thing. Yummy, well, there's a double yummy, meaning yummy, on the yummy. cake, too, now. <laughs> hey, anyway, Will, thank you so much for coming thank through you, and sitting you. down. Uh, when does the event start tonight? So tonight When the does corner? the love start tonight? On the corner of Washington and Tucker, downtown St. Louis, at the House of Soul, the music will begin at 9 p.m. Doors are going to open around 6. Mm. Uh, definitely get your tickets in advance if you can. If not, they will be uh, accepting admission at the door. Right. And uh, be ready for a, a great event, a great night on the town, live music, love in the air. Like I said, I'm going to be probably throwing some roses out or a jacket or something, something random. Who knows? Uh, I'll keep it a free car. Yeah, you know what well, I mean. Well, I'm not Oprah. But, uh. <laughs> baby steps, man. Baby steps. <laughs> right. All right. Maybe a Hot Wheel or something. I was gonna say like a Hot Wheel car. You know, maybe a you know a five hundred dollar. Yeah, a bag of gold know, jalopy coins. or something like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you know. a bag of just pennies. Nice steak of tilapia dinner. I don't exactly. eat tilapia, but it is what it is. <laughs> exactly, man. You know what I mean? It's hard out here in these streets, man. Absolutely, absolutely. But that's incredible, man. I'm excited for you. Sounds like it's going to be a beautiful and dope event. House of Soul, go check it out. Will Robinson will be rocking the mic all night. All night. It's going to be night. fun. Shoot.
I'm saying you might be coming back with people knocking on your door going like, man, you made me have this kid that that night, man. It's all your <laughs> fault, man. I'm telling you, for the fellas, it's the it's the definite alley-oop session. Oh, yeah. The assist. I, I, all all we up. have to do is just, you know, throw it up there and, and you got the slam dunk. Oh, yeah. Bring your lady. Bring your friends. Boom shakalaka. And yeah, you know it's what I'm NBA saying? Jam all over. NBA yeah. Jam all over there this piece, go. man. <laughs> He's on fire. All day. He's on fire. No, hopefully you're not on fire. That's bad. Yeah, you don't, yeah, don't want to yeah, get yeah. burned. No. That's that's no, not cool. You no. know what I'm saying? No. You don't want to get ushered. Do you, you smoke after you sex? Yeah. I never checked. <laughs> I'm done with you, Jack. What the hell was that? Man, see, he gets his black card a little bit every day. A hey, little look. bit thicker every you, you day. You got to. Yeah, man. Uncanny. <laughs> I love never it. Kosher. Well, thank you, Will, for coming through. Be sure to check thank him out. You. House of Soul tonight is going to go down Valentine's Day. He's going to be rocking the mic and throwing out roses and keeping that love vibe alive at House of Soul. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. Hey, we're keeping it real all day on 920 AM and 106.9 FM. This is Real Talk WGNU. Welcome, welcome back to the Pascal Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We got Lydia on the phone. Lydia, what's good? How you doing, my sweetheart? What's up, guys? Happy What's Valentine's up? Day. Happy Valentine's Day, sweetheart. You doing yeah. all right? I'm doing great today. Good. Despite um, my car troubles, but still, I'm alive. I'm breathing. Yes. And it's a beautiful day to love on the people who you love. You know what I'm saying? Ain't that the dang truth? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, I, I understand that you're not here. Uh, of course, you're not here. But yeah. the is your car okay? Yeah, it's just I need a new um, rim and tire, Ooh. so it's just a you little bit a of a headache. I don't know what the heck mm. happened for real. I guess so. It was really on Wednesday night. It was raining really bad. It was um, like slushy and icy, and I didn't I, don't, I didn't think that I hit anything crazy, but I saw my tire light pop on, and I was like, Ooh. hmm, oh, you're what the heck is? And you know, I have a new set of tires. So right. Like, what the heck is going on? But, I mean, the good thing is they're covering everything for free because it's under warranty and because the tie is brand new. That's good. That's very, just, very good. Silver lining. thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah that, there's yeah. always there's always a So it'll be it'll be done by today. Well, that's good. That's good. So yeah. then we'll, we'll we'll see you back on Monday and everything. So oh, that's good. With, bell, with bells on. Oh, yeah. With bells on. I love it. I, I just used that a couple days ago. Were you there when I said that? I, I think don't so. Know. Yeah, it, do, it doesn't matter. Um, we say so much right. stuff on the show. It, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't even right. matter. But uh, Lydia, thank you so much for calling in. It really means yeah. a lot. You know, of course, I have to say what up to my guys. I'm just at home, so I had to call in and say, yeah. "Hey, Appreciate happy it. love day." You guys have happy plans for tonight? Day. Yes. Uh, say that again. I said, "Do you guys have plans for tonight?" Oh, I'm just keeping it very simple. Personally, no, right. I'm keeping it very, very simple. Dinner. Low key. Low key dinner. Just that's it. Yeah. I might, what about you, I might, Jack? I might try to get that heart shaped pizza, you know? Word. <laughs> let, let the kids right. go, uh, you know, just <laughs> break just break that thing up. You, you know? know what I'm saying? <laughs> that heart shaped pizza. Absolutely, man. We got that is, yeah. That is so cute. And then you just eat it. You yes. Know? Eat, eat your heart out. Eat right. the heart out of that pizza. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. it, yeah, that sounds great. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love it. That actually that's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. I yeah. know. That's super cute. I love it. Happy it, Valentine's it, it Day. It costs man. a little bit more and I think you get less pizza. So, <laughs> you know. It, but but no, the, but you also get 
toasted wraps on the sides uh, and yeah, all yeah, that you, stuff. You can do the whole setup. Yeah. It's a whole Ooh, setup. You know man. what I'm saying? That sounds like a plan. It's just that fifty dollar pizza dinner, you know. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, guys. But uh, anyway, thank you so much for thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. It really means a lot. All right. Absolutely. Yep. And I'll see y'all Monday. See you right. Monday. Get that tire all right. fixed. All right. Absolutely. <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Anyway. Woo. Okay. So shout out to Lydia. Thank you so much for tuning in and calling and all that, Lydia. You know, I, I like that she still is part of the show even yeah. when she's not here. You know what I'm saying? Always she's, she's like, oh, I'm here. Always oh, I'm listening. listening. <laughs> oh, I'm always listening. You know what I'm saying? She's like, get out of my seat. You're watching me. <laughs> I am watching you. You know what I mean? Okay. Anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. We do have somebody very special in the house. We have DJ Charlie Chan Soprano yeah. in the <laughs> Glad to be back. Glad to be back. What's up, man? Hey, I'm 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 just feeling very blessed. Yeah, no kidding, man. No kidding. Yeah, believe that. Oh yeah. You've been blessed. Oh yeah. Now, now the thing is, is like, I don't think you understand the magnitude of that performance that you did at, at the Grammys. No, you're right. I don't. Okay. <laughs> it was huge. It was iconic. Yes. It was a huge moment. Obviously, as you as you saw, as you saw. Later, I mean, it was being your face, your image, your face, all that stuff was all over, all over the uh, the, the the Twitter, Instagrams, the uh, uh, news, the whole yeah. nine. I mean, you were all over the place. I mean, I think we have a, an, an image of that, but uh, you know, where you're raising up the the Kobe jersey yeah. and everything. Now, before we get into that iconic moment, because that was a huge moment, and I, I keep watching that that clip over and over and over again, and I, I got to tell you, I mean, it was just very, it was very moving, yes. you know? But I, I got to ask you, I got to ask you, before all that went down, I want to go step-by-step step with you behind the scenes before you went on to rock people's faces off. <laughs> Seriously. No, 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 no. This is the reason why I wanted to have you on the show. Mm-hmm. For gluttonous reasons and because, you know, I'm just that guy. One, you're my boy. You're my dude, right? You know what I mean? Doubt, Knuckles. Knuckles. But on some real stuff, you were backstage with some of the best artists and best musicians in the world. Yeah. So I got to pick your brain about it and ask you, like, first off, the Grammys. What was that experience like, man? Uh, it was it was unbelievable. Once I got there, mm-hmm. everybody was so excited for me to do it, and I was like, "It's just a show. It's like we're gonna be on stage three minutes. It'll come and go." So I I was just like, "Okay, like for real," till I got there. Okay, okay. And doing rehearsal, and we're doing the rehearsal like the show is gonna go, and to see all the controlled chaos. Yeah. Uh, then the emotions just fell on me. Like literally, it felt like. Something fell on me. And then I was like, oh, I'm at the Grammys. So then when you say the emotions, like, fell on you, what do you mean by the emotions fell on you? Like, right. you mean the passing of Kobe? No, before or, or the fact that you were just there? The fact that I was there, because it's Saturday. Okay. It's the day before. So at this point, Kobe is alive. Mm. Oh, true. You know, true. and I'm just standing there, and all of a sudden, the emotion, it, like, when I said something fell on me, I literally got heavy. Mm. Like, my body got heavy. Wow. And then it was like, oh, you're here. 
Like you never ever thought you'd be here. This is not on your bucket list. This is not something you ever thought you wanted to do. Right. At all. Like I never cared about ever being on an award show. I didn't, didn't care about award shows. Yeah. So it hit me, and then I'm thinking, it's the Grammys. Yeah. And I just had a conversation with a friend of mine, Bogart Styles, who said, more people in the city is connected to you than than you think. So when you hit the stage, you take the city with you. Right. And it all, <laughs> it literally hit me. I had to call my cousin because I was crying. Oh, wow. And he's the one who I learned how to DJ from. So I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm freaking out. Like, uh, talk to him, you know. And he was just like, calm down. Think about it when you was 12 and. You was at my house watching me DJ. Yeah. Think about your first party. Like, think about the road there. Like, you're supposed to be there. That's why you're there. Yeah. Oh, man. You just got chills <laughs> in my body. Oh, yeah. oh so like, it, I'm so, like, oh, I wish I could DJ. Like, for a second now. <laughs> you know, for that moment. It's like that moment in time, you yeah. know? And I feel like it's like a scene from a movie. You feel me? It's like a scene from a damn movie. And, uh. It's just so exciting to 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 hear about this, yeah. like this. You know what I mean? So you're backstage, tears in your eyes, calling your your, your boy that taught you how to DJ, mm-hmm. the whole nine. You get off the phone. Then what happens? We go through the rehearsal, and since there's two DJs that run DMC, it's me and DJ Ruckus. We didn't get two setups. Mm-hmm. I asked for two mixers. And then we have a turntable each, and we both could cut. So at this point, I'm like, he's right-handed, I'm left-handed. I do scratches to walk this way. Run is like, wanted us to go back and forth with the little hits to drop walk this way, because I'm the one who actually drops it. Mm -hmm. So once I play the record, I tell Ruckus, you just do the scratches for the rest of the song. I'm not worried about it, because we're live. The band is playing to the record. Mm -hmm. And we didn't want to be switching the song back and forth on the laptop. Mm-hmm. Just so I could cut and scratch. I'm like, that's just too chaotic. I mean, it's just three minutes. It's going to be over so fast. So I literally was just going to be on stage, just like propping him up. So at this point, I'm not doing any cutting or scratching. I'm just like, I'm going to drop the song, boom. Yeah. And rehearsal went like that because we only did it one time. Right. Like, they didn't constantly have us go over the song. It's like, we did it literally one time. And that was it. So I was backstage at least for that wait, rehearsal. Wait, wait. So you pre- you so you had one rehearsal to be ready for the twenty twenty Grammys. Yeah. <laughs> yes, one <laughs> rehearsal. <laughs> one take or two takes, I guess. No, it was one. It no, was, it was one take. It was one yeah. take. One. Yeah. One rehearsal, and then it was bang. bang. That was live. It. Bang. Done. Yeah. Wow. Because I, I I always wonder because you know obviously in the very beginning Aerosmith comes out, rocks it. Now I'm going to ask you this, mm-hmm. Aerosmith. What was that like? Experience like what was that experience like working with them? Well, I didn't done stuff with Steven I Tyler know. before, so but working with them again, what was that? The whole band. What was that like? It was like I got to meet Joe Perry, so I was really mm. you know hyped, and he was talking to me first. <laughs> you know, he's like, "What's wow, up?" That's cool. And I'm like, "Yo, man, like I'm I'm a fan. You know, I, I really didn't know anything about you guys till the Run DMC record. Right, right. But being a DJ and a producer, I got their collection, like to sample their music. It was just awesome to be with." These rock gods, because they still hold a big part of people's hearts and lives. Like people that know them, they still love them, and it ain't like they were here and gone. Right. It's like people still love them. People still want to see them do their thing. And even though they're older, their energy is still that of an eighteen-year-old. Yeah. Like no kidding. It's like their energy really? is bananas. 
Of all things. Of all things. Because they're like, they old. Yeah. They, like, they, 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 they're antique. But they, I feel like if you touch them, they'd shatter. No, they, that energy you know what I mean. Just bring a crowd, and they just start getting it. They just get lit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So one rehearsal. Well, well, actually two. Because we do a dress rehearsal the day of. So wait, wait. So when you had the rehearsal, where was the rehearsal at? Like it was, be- it, before it was the in dress the rehearsal, it, it was in the Staples Center. It was still in on that stage. Mm-hmm. So you had two rehearsals, yeah. basically. Like, or wait, like what I mean is, is you had one run through, one run through. Then you had a dress rehearsal the next day, the next day, like the day, the, of the, show. the day of the show, just to make sure the sound and all that stuff is on. Because point. they they do that rehearsal exactly how the show is going to run. Wow. So it's like when we get done, there's a scramble and they setting the stage up. They're we're like we're off, like boom, we're done. Right, we're off, and then they're setting up for the next act. Oh, and they're yeah. doing it exactly how it's going to be on television. Right, right, right. It, I mean, they got to be a surgeon with that piece, man. man. Like, they got to be on point because it's like, all right, we only have three minutes to break this down, exactly. set another thing up for Demi Lovato or something like that. Yeah, so it's then, like, bang, 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 which is insane. So, of course, you're up there. Mm-hmm. You're doing your thing. And we're going to go into a quick commercial break. We're going to talk about the iconic moment when you lifted the jersey up. Oh, yeah. So hold on one second. It's a very quick break. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. We're here with DJ Charlie Chance Soprano, who just was on the Grammys with Aerosmith and Run DMC. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. This is Real Talk from Real St. Louis, streaming live on RealTalkWGNU.com. Yes, welcome, welcome back to the Pascal Show. Let's get into it. We got DJ Charlie Chan Soprano in the house. He just got done just a few weeks ago. He was just on the the 2020 Grammys and performed live with Run DMC and Aerosmith. He had an amazing experience, at least from what he said to us so far. He's got many more stories to come. And, of course, there's the iconic moment that I'm going to get to here very, very soon. But first... Backstage, mm-hmm. right? So you did the, you had the rehearsals, the whole nine, which is amazing, and that's really dope and all. But of course, you're backstage during the actual show. Yeah. All right. Who did you run into? I'm sure you ran into some people. Uh, ran some into, names. Uh, Debbie Allen. Okay. Uh, dope. Common. Okay. Erica Badu. Okay. Dave Chappelle. Wait, did she smell like her incense? <laughs> Did I didn't she get that close. Did but, uh, she smell like her vagina? That's what I want to know. <laughs> no? I didn't get, get that close. close. Did she smell like a vagina? No? Okay. I, I just had to ask. Because, you know, she got that incense or that perfume coming out. So, you know, you, she might be trying her prototypes on. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But anyway, go on. I'm sorry. Uh, the uh, actress who played Harriet Tubman. Oh, okay. Uh, Cynthia Erivo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cindy Lauper. Oh, dope. I mean, and then it was actors from... Various TV shows, I don't know their names. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Like actors from, say, recognize New Amsterdam. Them, yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, that's that's old boy. Uh, what's his name? He on New Amsterdam. That's all <laughs> I could think, you know. Right, right. Um, and the backstage was cool because it's just the stars and their people. Right. So, like, when I saw Common, I'm trying to get to Common, but the people that's with uh, Debbie Allen trying to get to Common, too. Because they all want pictures. Hell, yeah. And then Common people trying to get to Debbie Allen. So of course. It's like, it's major love, but if I was trying to get pictures, man, and it was kind of hectic because yeah. you, you try to slide in first, and then somebody be like, hey, and then <laughs> yeah. they roll over, you be like, damn, I just yeah. missed a moment because, yeah. oh, yeah. you know, and everybody, moving. they know they yeah. know each other. Oh, yeah. So the energy was, it was festive, and that was the first 
I guess star-studded event I've been involved with where it was just that many stars. Yeah. That's dope. That's so, so cool. Of course, obviously, there was an, a vibe going on, Yeah. of course, with the, the literally that day was the announcement of Kobe Bryant's tragic passing. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I got to ask you, where were you when you, res- when you found out that information, and how did you take it? Well, we were driving in. It's like 10 in the morning. There, we got to be at the Staples Center so we can do the dress rehearsal and right. be there. Like, you can't leave once you're there. So I pull up my phone, and I see that TMZ has reported that he passed. You know, right. helicopter. But nobody else has said anything. Mm. So we all like, well, maybe this is fake. Mm. But I'm like, but it's TMZ. And, you know, there's some other companies that do that same font that right. TMZ do. Oh, that's post. true. Yeah. So I went back to look, and I said, this better be real because it said TMZ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, ET Online, ESPN, it all just started coming through. Like a, a domino effect. And at that moment, it was like, wow. So then it's like, who was with him? Was his all his kids with him? Was his wife with him? Is it just him? Yeah. Like, I hate to say it, nobody was thinking about the other passengers. Mm-hmm. No. Because – it was not Kobe at, yeah, and at the not, time. And not at first, yeah. yeah. And we was just in disbelief because now we get out of the vehicle and we got to go in, and it's chaotic because you got to get your badge. You got to go through security. I got backpacks. I got to take off because like, my equipment is in it. And it was – everybody had that look. Like mm. some people, you could tell like some of the security guys had been crying. Right. Mm. But they're like, put your bag here, and you could just see that they were crying, and they were still trying to – work through it because the show must go on. So I think it was just like a personal thing everybody kind of held. Yeah. Because I didn't see too much mourning while we were there, but it was like one of them things like, man, did you hear? And yeah. We just kind of. How did, how did you take it? I, I was in disbelief. Mm-hmm. And, and it was crushing because, you know, we like Kobe. Even if you hated him as a player, you still liked him because. Oh, of course. He you was Kobe. Like, you know, <laughs> Kobe. When, you know when you when he's opposing team. Like I'm a Celtics fan. Yeah. So yeah. you know, if you hate him, you still like him because yeah. we like to hate somebody. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> you know what of I mean? Yeah. And he was a great player. So it was like, damn, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I knew how that was going to be for L.A. Right. And we're here in L.A. Mm. So I get to see firsthand all them people rush to the Staples Center. Oh yeah. And be out there crying. Yeah. We get to see that, you know, because when the show is over, we're walking around, and it's like they got the billboards up. They running videos. Yeah. It is – it's a lot of joy because people were coming together, but you can right. see, like, this This is not real. Yeah. I, so, of course, you go up and you perform, mm-hmm. right? And during the show, during the performance yeah. with Run DMC – and Aerosmith, there was a moment that I think was a very iconic and very memorable moment that happened mm-hmm. when you raised the jersey, raised Kobe Bryant's jersey up in the air during that performance. And I, f- I feel like the entire arena just erupted. Yeah. And, of course, this is an image that's been – played on CNN. I mean, every single news outlet you can think of, it's all over it's all over Instagram, the whole nine. We do have that that image 
Um, so take a look at this image. But I do got to ask you, of course, where did you get the jersey in the first place? Like, where, where did he, where did that come from? Well, as we were going in, and we know he's he's gone. Mm-hmm. My idea was I need a jersey, so I can hold up. Like it was my idea mm-hmm. to yeah. get the jersey to hold up. It took me an hour and a half because mm. they wouldn't sell anything out of the store. They wouldn't let me borrow anything. I said, man, give me a T-shirt, a towel, anything Something. with his name and number. Mm-hmm. So what ended up happening is the guy named Armin. He to my knowledge, runs the Staples Center. Right. He comes down. He goes, what do you need a jersey for? I said, well, I wouldn't run DMC, Aerosmith. I want to hold it up during the performance. So he like, do you want to buy it? I said, I will. Yeah. You know, or you rather borrow it. I said, you tell me. If I got to buy it, I'll buy it. If you're going to let me borrow it, I'll borrow it. And he said, you're going to give it back? I said, I will hand it to you personally. Right. So he says, no problem. And he gives me the jersey. That's what's up. It was his personal jersey. Yeah. That's dope. Because oh, I would have been like, of all, play, of like you're in, you're in the arena <coughs> that he built. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like where you'd think that it would be memorabilia everywhere. Yeah. You know, um, and, and easily accessible yeah. memorabilia. They shut it down immediately. Oh, We're not opening the store. First of all, there's not enough Kobe stuff to sell because. There is a limited amount. Now, if you want some LeBron or something because they're the players now and that's what they're right. promoting, it's hell of that stuff right. in the store. But there's not nowhere near the Kobe stuff for them to sell. Yeah. Like you might, the first hundred people, and that would be it. You know how many people would be upset that they stood in line and can't get anything Kobe? Yeah. T-shirts are gone. Jersey dresses, all that stuff would have went so fast. And then on top of that, they knew that people would try to also resell it. Oh, of course. And get money. Absolutely. It, it, it wasn't two hours after we had knew he was passing. Guys was out there with the T-shirts. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I went like, we I mean, it was T-shirts. It's, it's insane how, how quickly people were like, oh, yeah, yeah, boom. We got all this stuff. And they're just how, they, how quickly they print those things out and have it all rent to go. And it's like, damn. That, so, yeah, they, they got on that, that really quick. really just they, happened? They held that down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, of course – I got to ask you, did you know that – did you have a feeling that you raising that jersey up in the air was going to be something that was going to move people as much as it did or be as iconic as it was? I, I thought it would be dope, but I, I got to keep it real. I wanted to be seen on TV. Yeah. <laughs> and okay, I'm thinking you can't ignore me holding the jersey. Right. Like, first of all, it's a tribute to Kobe, and I, and I do want to do that but I want to be seen, and this is my moment. Right. So I'm like, I'll hold the jersey up. The camera's got to get me. Right. I knew, based on rehearsal, that at some point, doing that part of the song, you're going to get the full stage view. Right. So, and I'm not sure how often they're going to show us DJing or whatever, but I knew holding that jersey was going to get some time. I just didn't know it was going to do what it did. It show it show worked. I'm be real. It yeah. definitely worked. And then on top of that, he wears my number, which is 24, mm. and I have a DJ family called 24 Scientists. And that was another reason I wanted the jersey because it's like I can send a shout out to everybody knows mm-hmm. what that number represents to me and my organization, and the people who are who got knowledge itself that understand that. So when it went up, I had a lot of people hit me and they said, "You ain't slick." 
<laughs> we yeah. know you had it because it was a 24. I said, yeah, but it was all about Kobe, but it just happened to be a line. That yeah. number represents my DJ family. Right. Also, I wanted to be seen, and I wanted to personally do a tribute because I've watched every rehearsal. Nobody is doing anything outside of the singing. Mm-hmm. And then Lil Nas X has had the jersey on the chair. Yeah. But nobody's holding it. Nobody's wearing anything. Mm-hmm. So I knew that I would be seen. And that was really it. I didn't, I did no idea right. <laughs> it was going to go viral and be that crazy. Yeah. I, none. No, I mean, it, it was a, it was an amazing moment and it definitely, I mean, it most definitely worked. Yeah. I mean, let's yeah. be straight funky. Let's be straight yeah. up and down about it. Genius. It most definitely, it <laughs> most mean, definitely worked. Yeah. Um, but we got to go into a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. We're here with DJ Charlie Chan Soprano. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. Hey, we're keeping it real all day on 920 AM and 106.9 FM. This is Real Talk WGNU. Yes, welcome back to the Pascal Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Of course, like we always say, if you happen to miss the majority of our conversations, the laughs, the crying, the topics, everything, the guests, the wonderful guests that we have on the show, we do have a podcast. Please go and check out all of this. If you miss it, you get to hear it on our podcast. We are streaming on Spotify. We are also on our iTunes podcast app as well. So if you got iTunes and not that newfangled weird thing called Android, <laughs> click that purple, <laughs> click that purple app that has all the things for uh, for podcast, and uh, you can find us there as well. Just type in the Pascal Show. You know what I'm saying. Or just ask, ask Alexa to play the Pascal Show podcast, and it'll play for you. Seriously. Yeah. We are at that world. We are a part of the new era of worlds. By the way, something random. I just got a an Alexa Echo. Oh. oh you, know, you know, I got it for Christmas. Yeah. I hadn't even turned it on until last night. Oh. It was the first time I plugged it in and set the whole thing up. So now they can listen to, in to everything that I do now. It's fantastic. <laughs> You know what I mean? Hmm. Big Brother's keeping an eye on us audibly. Yeah. Yes. Literally. Yeah. Except you can't play the Pascal Show podcast through Alexa or Echo yet. Not yet. Yeah. We're Not working yet. on it, It's though. working on it. We're baby steps. We'll be there soon. We will. Dagnabbit. Yes. <laughs> Give us some time. So you, we're here with DJ Charlie Chan Soprano. Okay. You were telling me that just during the break that you said that it saved you. Yes. Putting up the, the putting up the, the jersey. So the, t- tell me a little bit about that. Why? Okay, I'm on stage well, why, and I'm getting text messages from oh. people. I can't check them because you know I'm on stage. My phone is in my pocket, vibrating like crazy. So one particular DJ, DJ Tat Money, who's DJ for Steady B, Philly okay. Philly legend. He's like, "Who's that other guy? And why are you not scratching? And tell him to let the record breathe because he was just doing a lot." Right. Uh, my other partner, DJ Radar, hit me. He's like. Man, it's some BS. You ain't on the turntables. Yeah. What's going on? Like yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like because you were up there, and I'm like, wait, wait. I thought he was supposed to spin. So yeah. what's going on with that? Why were you? Why was he taking over the the turntables, the ones and twos? And you were off to what was that? What was that story? What's that story all about? Well, we didn't get the setup we wanted, or I wanted. Well, we have a turntable piece and a mixer piece to beat right side by side. Right. So. 
the fact that you know I'm predominantly left-handed when it comes to DJing. Right, he's but, right-handed. But you knew this. Yeah. No, no, no. So you knew you walked into the actual performance. Yeah. Or you walked into the rehearsal with no. just one with just no. one set of turntables. We, we we knew it from the jump that they weren't gonna give it to me. <laughs> Why? So, I don't know. They was just trying to make the setup quick and easy. Like they just. So then, how did you? So what was the compromise? How did you make that work? Well, I, I told him I'll drop walk this way because Run does the cue for it. I'll yeah. drop it and then he just take over. And I was just gonna kind of like just be on stage, just rocking out like, hey, I'm on TV and just have some fun. Yeah. But then Kobe passes. Right. So now I'm going to do the Jersey thing. Mm. So people are upset because when come on, they don't see me drop the walk this way. So you don't even see me on the turntables. Yeah. They don't see that part. What they see is yeah, me the standing there. Yeah, doing some crazy wild yeah. wide shot stuff and just all over the place. Yeah. So you just see me standing next to DJ Ruckus and he's doing hey, all the scratching. Bobbing your head. You right. know, so they like, what is going on? Like, he's not going to scratch. Then I hold up the jersey. And everyone I talked to, this was their response. Man, you went on the turntables and then you held up the jersey. Yeah, that was cool. That's what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to hold up the jersey. <laughs> That's why he was We there. straight. We good. Yeah, that's, that's why he was there. That's what he was yeah. there for. That that was everybody's response. Right. Little did they know, I had gave up the right to do the scratching on Saturday. Ah, <laughs> wow. So the holding of the jersey, yeah. it saved me because on my social media, all I was seeing from St. Louis was I'm only watching the Grammys because Charlie is on. Right. Like what time are they coming on? I remember having to go on a text to tell them the time I knew we would go on. Yeah. So that they would know. But that's it. It was like I'm going to watch it. And then everybody was like, yeah, the Charlie went off. I cut it off. Yeah. So, you know, that made me feel good. Yeah. You know, that yeah. they they yeah. they tuned in to see me. Uh, and, of course, they wanted to see me do what I'm known to do. But the jersey just because. That, that was your purpose. Yeah. That's why you were there. Yeah. All roads led up to that particular moment. Yeah. Made an impact. For you to make an impact with holding the jersey. Now, did when you held the jersey up, like, did you feel, like, did did you sense the room change? Did you sense what was going on with the, with the audience? With I mean. the people I could see, like, you had them people that was, like, in the little pit. Yeah. And then you had people, like, in the audience, like, you could see, you know, the artists and stuff sitting there. Yeah. Everybody's look was like, <gasps> and they were pointing. So they had covered their mouth, like, oh. And then it was like, oh, snap. Like, yeah. yo. Because it came out of nowhere. Like, we didn't start to show off of nothing showing that we want to do anything for Kobe. Right. And the way we rehearsed, we weren't doing anything for Kobe. Right. So I took it up on myself to do something. So the band, so Aerosmith, Run DMC, Nobody. they didn't know anything. Didn't know anything. They were not. They didn't expect that to happen. Because you know, I don't even so think they, they saw me holding the jersey because they facing the yeah, crowd. So, so yeah. then they turned around and saw you holding the jersey. They did afterwards. Like when the show was over, that they, did they realized say anything I held about it, it. Did they go, "Oh, why did you do that?" or whatever? No, nah, because they were like, whisked off one way, and I went to watch the show. They like, just I walked, think they left. Yeah. They just walked one way, and you walked. <laughs> hey, I went the other way. Hey. Yeah. yeah. He just walked this way, and you walked this way. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Walk this way. Okay. But, uh, okay, so they, they weren't, like, upset or anything. No. Like, oh, you all. just took away from our performance and stuff no, like that. Not at all. Okay. It was a tribute. Of course. It was yeah. a huge tribute. Dagnabbit. <laughs> but it was, a uh, man, like I said, an amazing an amazing thing that, that you did. And I, I love that you did that. So, 
obviously now that you were saying, hey, I wanted to get seen. Mm-hmm. I wanted people to kind of rock with me and, and notice that I was out there. Have you, uh, has your phone been blowing up even more now? More gigs, more opportunities, more Not stuff yet. like that? Not yet. Okay. What I'm told, because I got a lot of prayer warriors, they said, relax. Mm. That's all That's they said. Relax. You don't know who paid attention. And, and things have always came in my life with my DJ career have always come later. Mm. True. So when you expect to do things that come later, like I expected to do this when I first started DJing because I was considered that good. But now I'm doing it. And it's better now than it would have been then. Right. right. So it's like the people who pray and wish me well have never been wrong. Mm. Like they told me something was going to happen at the Grammys. Yeah. They told me. And then it happened. So it's like I know God is totally in control of this. Mm-hmm. So when they say, hey, relax, I just relax because they said bigger things are to come. And then even in the post where people were like, you know, showing me love, 90% of the comments was this is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. But that's what everybody else has said. This is just the beginning. So it's kind of crazy like when – you know, like one of your partners is like straight up gangster. Like, you know, you yeah, know, he just yeah. straight up hard. Everything is just rah, you know, with him. Right. And he says, this is just the beginning. And you take note of that. Because yeah. if you do it, I expect it. Yeah. I don't expect it from him. Of course. Of, I'm, yeah, looking, of I'm like, like, wow. Like, and then people like, you don't know. Like, I got people that follow me like in Germany because of our travels. And they're like, yo, this was big. This is just the beginning. Like, just wait. Yeah. Relax. And I'm thinking like, wow, this is. This following what God says mm-hmm. really does work if you believe and actually do it. So as long as you are obedient, it'll come. So I'm just trying to keep my head above water. Uh, I'm trying not to get caught up yeah. in it because for real, like I, I just want, like I always say, I just want to be dope. <laughs> and this is cool to get the attention. The thing I don't know how to do is I don't know how to give the love back because the way I grew up, when somebody shows you love, you show it back. Right. So I don't know how to give this amount of love or it back to somebody who's saying, I believe in you and I love you and I care about what you're doing. Right. So it's kind of awkward for me because I'm like, well, yo, I, I want to return. You wanted to return the favor. Yeah, return the favor. You know, give this energy back. Like the energy y'all give me right now is like, yeah, yeah. what can I do right. to give this back? Because that's just the way I'm raised. Right, right. Yeah. Well, maybe it's just a situation where you just need to, like like your 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 prayer circle yeah uh is saying maybe this is a situation where you you sit back yeah. and just receive the the love and the 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 attention that you've been receiving so far yes you know instead of trying to think of how can i return 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 it's like yeah. all right well bask in the the moment right now that you have right now if, you know i understand everybody's like what what next or what now yeah. kind of thing but I think the what now is going to speak to you very soon. You just need to give it some time. And, I agree. And it'll, it'll come to you. Yeah. It'll most definitely come to you. You know, I think it would be really cool to see you do. I don't know if you've thought about doing it at all, but doing a, a Kobe Bryant tribute show. Yeah. I mean, that's the ride that kind of path that's right there. I mean, you got attention for it right now. Mm. And there would be a lot of people, I think, that would support that. Yeah. That's a good That'd idea. Be, that's not a bad idea. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Not a bad idea at all. Or get 
the jersey in your size yeah. and wear it. Take a photo of that. Put that out on, on the IG. Mm-hmm. Put some stuff out on that, and, yeah. and maybe that's the photo that gets people to go and check out that thing. You know but what I'm I, saying? I do have a – I'll tell you off air about the picture I'm going to do because it's going to be <laughs> okay. funny. It's going to okay. be like a funny picture, but people will get it. Yeah. Okay. So when you see it, you'll be like, yo – this is kind of hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then and the other the other thing I have the other question I have for you is like, all right. So after this, you did the thing with with Kobe and all that. What what's next outside of that? Outside of the Kobe Grammys performance, what like, is what, what do you guys have going on next? Well, you know, me and DMC have a rock band called DMC and the Hellraisers, mm. and there's a possibility of us going on tour with Aerosmith this summer. Bam. Yay. In, in Europe, like, they're trying to work it out now. Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, Steven That's Tyler's awesome. with it. It's just getting with the manager and making the numbers right. Right, right. right. And, 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 yeah, and, and, <laughs> and making sure that Steven Tyler's present. Yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, he's physically there, but I don't know if he's present. Oh, when he turn up, as y'all saw on the show. Oh, yeah. He turned up. Like, I watched the performance several times. And if you pay attention to the beginning, he ain't singing the same lyrics. No, he's not. He actually singing the original <laughs> yeah. instead of doing the song he did with them. And yeah. I was like, Steven, you're not. I was going to ask you that because I, <laughs> when, I wa- when I listened to it, I was like, something's not, something lyrically is not right. And I'm like, was, was you know, I was like, was DMC, was DMC, was Run DMC saying the wrong words? Or or was it Tyler, Steven Tyler saying the... He was saying the wrong word. And it's up on a <laughs> teleprompter, too. Yeah, and I was like, what? Yeah, and he got a teleprompter just in case. So I'm like, what's going on? But then I kept thinking, well, they're just having a blast. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. even matter. You're just and getting then, the motion, right? What? You're just getting into the motion of yeah. it. Like if you, he's done it so many times, you probably... It's like, it's like whatever. Yeah. I got a question for you. For me? When Shoot. Run DMC knocked the wall down, yes. what did you think? I was like, oh, man, it's about to get fun. Now, the crazy thing is they didn't want the wall because we felt it was constructed wrong. Oh. They should have framed it so they could kick through. Oh, because it, it, just, through. it just fell apart it just like fell that. fell down. Yeah. It just fell down. So we were trying to get rid of the wall. Oh, huh. we loved it. Or at least at I At the loved end of it. the day, I said, I said, D, it looked good. But yeah. a lot of people know it. They're standing behind the wall the whole time. Yeah. Right. So when Earl Smith is out there behind the wall like this. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just waiting. No, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because I, I, like, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, it's about to get real. That's what I thought. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, okay, it's making an entrance. I was like, here's yeah. here's Run DMC. Yeah. It, lo- it looks so dope, like on TV. Yeah. But yeah, because and also I was like, okay, and now we're gonna it's gonna be clean again. Why I say that is because I felt like Aerosmith's. <laughs> I'm gonna be in trouble. Sorry, right. sorry, Steven Tyler. But it felt like their performance was a little sloppy. Yeah. And then when you came on, th- everything kind of snapped into place in a way, and it yeah. wasn't as it wasn't as sloppy anymore. Huh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if, if I, because I was watching it and I watched yeah. this video a million times, yeah. so when you hear lead guitarist Joe Perry, Joe Perry, um, you know when you hear Joe Perry playing the the famous guitar lick, guitar riff. It was really, really sloppy and off. Hmm. Yeah. But then, as soon as they came on, everything came back to was like yeah. back to normal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, you know, maybe his fingers aren't moving as as fast as they used to, or something like that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I think that you guys like tightened the show up yeah. and and also brought 
You know, energy, you know love, and it, don't get me don't crazy. get me wrong. I mean, loving the elevator, right? They they started with loving the elevator, right? I think that's the name of the song. Yeah, it's like loving the elevator, right? Mm. They they started with that one first, and then they did walk this way, walk this way, and walk this way in the very beginning was just kind of like I said, a little yeah. sloppy. And then they came in and they just brought it. But then it was just like. Oh, now I'm now I'm now I'm now I'm giving you my <laughs> honest critique. Come on with it. Come on with it. The drummer was off with the beat of you guys. Yeah. The guitar was still weird, but then it but I think because of you guys had that loop, it was able he was able to kind of just mimic it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um and then the the lyrics were not together. Yeah, Other than that, you guys brought the energy. Like there was an energy in that room that everybody ate up. Yeah. It, and no one cared about what it sounded like because it was just energy. But if Aerosmith was on the same page as you guys, I think it would have been a completely different yeah, conversation. We, we, we definitely agree on that. Yeah, I am sorry. Hmm. I'm sorry, Run DMC. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, hey, <laughs> I'm a huge fan. I mean, that's li- that's a live performance so, yeah. thing, though, right? But that's I mean, a live yeah. performance. Some, some go perfect. Some have a little bit of things that yeah. are off. I imagine that you know they may have been impacted by the news from earlier in the day too. Yeah, uh, and I think everybody Very just kind of you know heightened emotional states. Yeah, so. But overall, I think that everything turned out great. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it was still iconic moment. Yeah. It was still yeah. an iconic moment, and it was still really, really dope. So I eat it up all day long. <laughs> um, anyway, big thank you, DJ oh, yeah. Charlie Chan Soprano, for coming through. Thank it really you. means a lot. Thank you for st- sharing the story because yeah. that's that's a huge story. If that y'all want me here, I'm going to be here. Yeah. Because when Bet. I was at home practicing – in a two-bedroom apartment with no central air, with that window fan on, and it's 105 degrees outside, thinking one day I'm going to be where I'm at. Yeah. This is what I was looking forward to doing. Awesome. Yeah. So when somebody called, hey, come do my podcast, come do this, I, I try to make it. I try yeah. to go because I feel it's important. If anybody feels that I'm important, then I need to be there. Well, I appreciate it's it, man. connected. Shoot, yeah. why don't you just DJ on our show? Hey. We got to make that happen eventually. I mean, like, it's not eventually. We just need to make it happen. <laughs> He's like, we need to make that happen. But so much is going on. Eventually. You know, I do music production. I do run a DJ family, and, you know, it, it gets it gets a little hectic. I understand. <laughs> I know. I, I And I understand that piece, but I'm just like, come on, man. Man, I can see on, an bro. event of you being a, a host, an MC for an event. Him Man. spinning. Him spinning. You guys both like the number 24. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Put it out in the, in the ether, right? Yeah. What's, what's yeah. funny is that my girl's birthday is on the 24th. My birthday is on the 24th. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Mm. I lo- I did, and that's one of my favorite numbers, of course. Yeah. I was born on that day. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's God's way of saying like I'm gonna have 24 tries to make it, and then maybe I'm on, maybe I'm on my 24th right now. So I, I, I thought you were gonna say well, 24 it, children. It's 24. No! Hours. Hey, it's 24 <laughs> hours in a day. I mean, that's right. You know, right? Yeah. There you go. 24 hours in a day. Dang. Isn't that weird? 24, 24, 24, 24. Anyway. <laughs> I appreciate you coming through, man. It really means a lot, telling us and sharing your story behind the scenes and anything. But by the way, did you exchange any numbers with anybody? Did you get any numbers, man? Nah. I mean, it's a networking party. I was, I was trying. Let me tell you what happened. After party? How about the after party? Man, I bro? was so tired. I was sick too. I had chest oh, cold. Man. Damn. So what I did was I stayed in LA live uh-huh. and went and ate, and then people were watching the Grammys because they was rerunning it. Yeah. And then people started seeing me like, oh, you're the guy. Mm-hmm. So I signed a few autographs and then walking back, I stayed out for like maybe 30 minutes with all the Kobe fans because it was a magical moment. 
Right. To like, you know, see people talking, people crying. They were running videos, highlights. Like it was crazy. Like every video screen that's right there, they like was him. Hmm. Yeah. Was like straight up him. You're like, yo, this I is mean, all of LA was just painted in gold and purple. Yeah. yeah. You know? And then you know, you get back to the hotel and you know, I'm at the Marriott and the Marriott and the Ritz are connected. So you're just seeing all actors, actresses, all the stuff. That's that's where we're pretty much staying. So I wanted to go to a party, but it was like nobody's going but me. Yeah. <laughs> really? Like Run and D, they've done that. They're not yeah. going. Manager's not going. Like nobody else is going. So I really Dang. don't have anybody to go with. Hmm. So that was going to be hectic. So I just say, you know what? Let me just go eat, chill, and make it back home. My heart yeah. is broken. I would be all about those parties. <laughs> I wouldn't even care if I had a head cold, if I had the coronavirus. <laughs> Up there I'll, sneezing I, on people. I'd be all up in that place. <laughs> it, it was a thought. But, you know, when you got a chest cold, oh, and, you know, you're and I, like I'm saying, I smell like Vicks Vapor Rub. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Who's going to holler at me yeah. when yeah. I'm smelling like your grandmama? Amen. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. I mean, man, you know, they, uh, tea goes a long way, my brother. It, I, I was drinking hella tea. Like, yeah. I was cough drops. Like, literally, like, you come up with me like, damn, brother, what come on you got on? <laughs> right. It's called Vicks. It's called Vicks. <laughs> Uh, de la vapor rub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's that's one of the reasons why I didn't go. I, I really didn't have nobody to go with. Yeah. But the night before, I went to a performance with Scarface and his and his band. Okay. Yeah. And Flavor Flav was there. Flavor Flav got on and played the drums. Ooh. Can he play? Yes. Oh, he can play the drums. Okay. So I, you know, I, I was kind of like, I was good. You got the pre-party. Yeah. I was. I was. Yeah. That was good enough for you. Yeah, it was good enough for me. That's dope. That's you know, dope. Plus, you know. uh we go out to LA kind of frequent, so we always meeting and running up on. Yeah, you always running around and stuff. And them parties ain't that hot to me. Ain't nobody dancing. Ain't nobody. Everybody just standing around. Yeah, yeah. everybody's handing out business cards. Just, you know, kind of talking. And, you know, and I'm like networking parties. I want to kick it. Yeah. You know, and I, I want to kick with the stars, but I I have more f- fun with the people who live there. Right. You know, I, I want to kick with them. So you're in the party. And it's like, okay, I'm here. Daddy's here. And I mean, I love this, but I've been in that situation in other events where. Right. You know, you've been with that. So it's literally, yeah, for me, it's that. boring. Yeah, It's just good to be there and get the pictures, you know. Yeah. You can talk trash. You can lie later like, yeah, I was kicking it with such and such. You know, we can <laughs> embellish some stories. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. But really because, you know, I didn't have anybody to go with and I was sick. So it was just kind of like, you know, it'll yeah. be another time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to be, yeah, you're going to have plenty of, of, of other opportunities for oh, yeah. sure. Absolutely. I ain't worried about you, man. <laughs> In fact, I, I just wish I could be a fly on the wall. Fly on that on that on that turntable, just <laughs> having the time of my life. Do you know what I mean? Just saying. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I'm like, shoot, man, that, that's another conversation. Yeah, we've been fly. trying to say we've been trying to say bye to him for like five minutes. You know, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> he, he keeps so y'all coming leave. back. <laughs> hey, no kidding. Be like, nah, man, I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. If you want to stick around, I'm yeah. I'm awesome. Okay, then, cool. We're gonna go into a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with DJ Charlie Chan Soprano. We'll be right back. Bye. What's up, y'all? You're on WGNU 920 AM and 106.9 FM. Real talk for real St. Louis. Yes. Welcome, welcome back, everybody, to the Pascal Show. We still have DJ Charlie Chan Soprano. You know, he has such a good time, he doesn't ever want to leave. I mean, that's the thing. That's how fun the show is. You know, well, we're addictive. That's the thing. Yes. The show's addictive. I'm staying here till noon. I have an infectious <laughs> personality. He's like, I'm staying till noon. Yeah. And then Jack in the Box right across the street. Exactly. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? 
shoot. He's like, this ain't even my whole day. <laughs> shoot. Jack in the Box is calling my name right now. That sounds, sounds actually sounds good. fire. <laughs> but by the way, okay, so we did talk about it quickly, very, very shortly, but I'm going to say it really quick. The, yeah, Emo's is literally doing a heart-shaped pizza. Yeah. I, li- I literally was going to do – I was going to order one. I was going to yeah. order one to bring to the show. Oh. To have here. A little late now. Now it's a little late. Yeah. I, I really like I your, uh, your your in- intentions. I, my intention <laughs> was good. My intentions were good. I would have ate all of it. I, yeah. I know. I would have punched you in the <laughs> face, too. You're going to eat all I of it? I will bite your hand. Your hand will come back with a nub. Because you left gone. me in a room with it by myself? Shoot. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, I would have been keeping it, taking it with me. While I'm taking the going to the bathroom, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> going to make some phone calls, I'd be like, "Nah, nobody's touching this. I'm watching you, man." And, but anyway, so that's that's interesting. So if you guys are interested in getting something that's a little bit of uh, hollow Halloween, Valentine's Day festive, definitely get yourself the the heart shaped emos yeah. thing. They, they have a commercial that's for the heart shaped pizza. That's Cheesy is all. But I'm just saying, pizza is cheesy though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he's with us here. He's he's still on the show. He's still with us. He's oh, still yeah. with us. But you know, let's go into a little bit of news. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, right now, Jim Carrey is going is getting in trouble for this particular comment that he made during a press junket. That he was doing promoting Sonic the Hedgehog because Sonic the Hedgehog is out right now in theaters, and uh, this reporter asked him a question about a bucket list, and uh, we have the audio. Here it is. After all you've done in your career and in your life, is there anything still left on your bucket list? Just you. Oh. oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's all done now. Oh my lord. <laughs> Just own it. Wow. So he says, just own it. Just own it. Now, he's getting a lot of backlash for making this, making a comment to this to this female reporter in regards to the, his bucket list. And, mm-hmm. Or, you know, she's like, anything on your bucket list that you haven't done yet and all that stuff. And he says, just you. Hmm. And, of course, she, she kind of is surprised and sort of chuckles. And then he yeah. says, oh, just, just own it. Just own it. What does that even mean? Like, she's... I, I think he's just kind of going, oh, just just own the fact that I just said yeah. you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like bask, you know, yeah. take it in. Hmm. Bask bask in the ambiance. You know what I'm saying? Now, of course, he's getting a lot of backlash because, it, it, you know, obviously right now everybody's hypersensitive in regards to the Me Too movement, the whole nine. But I'll say this. In my personal opinion, I think it was just a joke that fell very flat. I, I think he didn't mean – anything further or anything more than it being just a joke. That's what I took it as. Exactly. It's a joke. He's a funny man. He's a funny man. He's a very funny man. And and he's known for making weird jokes all the time. And as long as she's not offended and she thought it was funny, then... That is is a very good question. I don't know. Now, if she was hurt by it or felt wrong, then, okay, he can apologize and say, you know, I'm trying to be funny. But it came off as a joke to me. And as long as she thought it was a joke and didn't take it personal and just realized that, then, you know, hey... I don't know if she I, I have not seen anything in regards to like how they how the response was or what her response was, but from my understanding, it's a joke. Yeah. She yeah. said, Okay, I'm owning it. Yeah. She, yeah. That's how she replied. She's like, Okay. But she I'll must take have it. been attractive. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I think she's, she's I. She's a cute she I. 
cute. You know, and then of course there was another one later on that he he did. Do we have that clip? No, not yet, not really. Hmm. I mean, it's Jim Carrey. He, he you know, he's always yeah. been uh, stupid, Jim funny, he, you know, he made, comedy he had, guy. You know, yeah, and he slapstick, he, whatever you want to call it. And right, he's he's weird. Yeah, he's Jim Carrey. He's weird. But he, you know, there was another piece where he's sitting down. He's out on the Graham Norton show. And he wow. has a, a, a comment that he made a comment towards Margot Robbie, and it it was also just a joke. But of course, he's saying something in regards to her looks and her talent. Yeah, and that was funny though. D- and it was funny. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? D- we don't have that at all. We do have it. Uh, he thinks is it a, like an orange background, that kind of thing, like a pink stage. He's sitting right next to Margot Robbie. Okay, we got it. Here it is. You're amazing, and I'm so excited for you. Oh, it's thanks. incredible that you've gotten as far as you have with your obvious physical disadvantages. That's just pure talent there. <laughs> and of course, he's getting even in more trouble for that comment as well. So that was good. Yeah. It's a joke. And you think that Margot really doesn't think that her looks haven't applied to any of her winning? Come on now. Like, I mean, she's she's out here nailing it, killing it right now. I mean, come on, let's be, let's be real. Her her whole career kicked off because of that iconic scene from Wolf of Wall Street. Mm. I'm gonna be completely straight funky with you. Yeah. I mean. It, and we all said, yep, yep, because we all remember it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, of course, she looks the way she looks. Yes, and she is very talented. But, yeah. you know, he's just making a joke. Like, yeah, she's very good looking. She's stunning. Yeah. But she's also very talented. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, oh, lucky you yeah. being pretty. You know, it's just yeah. a joke. It, you know, but people have been taking what he said to, like, a whole other level. And yeah. the whole, oh, just you, like the bucket list thing. It's a joke, man. That would have been different if she was not attractive. Yes. And oh, this would be a totally different yeah. conversation. It would be like, oh, so now you're going to say something because she doesn't look good or right. something. Yeah. You know, it's like we can't win. Yeah. Not never. At, at none. So I guess we're just going to go through life not complimenting beautiful women? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? Thank you for saying that. Like, So, I mean, if I see a woman walking out, I can go, hey. You're looking pretty beautiful today or something. That's offensive. You are, you are great looking. Yeah, and then like, all of a sudden, everybody have a problem with it. Hashtag. <laughs> like, it's like, a huge problem. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go and live. Is it ugly people that's making this a problem? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> is it less attractive people that's making this an issue? So then what is it? Like, then then do we not, so we should we not acknowledge, should we not acknowledge beauty? I don't know. Everyone's got to wear a paper bag. Like this is Everyone's got to wear a paper bag. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's what we're in right now. Sounds like a whole whirlwind of trash. Yeah, you just gotta walk lightly. Or 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 should we acknowledge only the not so good looking people and just pure talent? And just on ta- oh yeah, just yeah. on talent alone. Yes. Yeah. Well. But then then but then rock stars would not would be doing just fine. Because hmm. a lot of rock stars are not very good looking. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> they live a rough life. They have a very rough life. A lot of traveling, a lot of late nights. Yeah. A lot of drugs and alcohol for a lot of them. Well, that's but, why they, yeah, no, that's let, what let, they do, really. Let's spin yeah. it. What if it was a woman saying it about a man? Yeah. Would we feel the no, same everyone way? Would, everyone would have joked. Like if they had like oh, George okay. Clooney or Brad Pitt on there and said that to him, like on the same like, same level of a star, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And they reversed it. Yeah. There, there wouldn't even be a story. It would be okay. Yeah. 
It'd be fine. It'd be like, oh, ha, 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 ha. It'd be turned actually more of uh, that person's flirting with with George Clooney or yeah. Brad Pitt yeah. as opposed. And like, but everyone's looking for the sensational headline. Yeah, know? I think people yeah, are just, everybody is. just oh, trying yeah. to make something out of nothing. Yeah. Exactly. And, it, what's, and, and that's what's sad because someone like Jim Carrey, who I feel like is the most, what's the word? I mean, he's so... He's open. passionate about what he does. Well, he's very yeah. passionate about what he does, but I mean, just the fact that he is so open, real, and and just real, yeah. and yeah. and just so present in the moment in a way mm-hmm. th- that for them to try to t- attack someone like Jim Carrey for making a joke, yeah, that was completely safe in my personal opinion. It, I don't think I would have made the same joke. I would have yeah. said it too. Yeah. Probably not yeah. as good as he did. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Now, I probably would have been in trouble. <laughs> yeah. I would have been in trouble with my girlfriend, yeah. for sure. But I don't see it being like, you see what I'm saying? It's just like any other thing. It's just it's just a joke. It's like, it's just a joke. Yeah. You know, when I lived out in L.A., uh, I worked on Fun with Dick and Jane. And, yeah. Uh, so, and we were in like the set department. Yeah. And But there was a you know rumor or you know thing around the set it was like no one's supposed to look Jim Carrey in the eye. True, uh, and that was like a statement from Jim Carrey saying cast or you know, crew is not supposed to address me or talk to me or look me in the so eye. Crazy, and I was like, and I never knew if it was a joke or not. Like maybe it was like, oh yeah, tell them they can't look me in the eye, you know. And then now everyone's walking around literally not looking at him the, in the eye, thinking that he's and just like, a he's just like laughing to himself like. <laughs> Everyone's not looking me that way. He's, like, he's like, oh wow, I didn't even know that was going to work, but it right. did. Right? Wow, but now everybody thinks well, he's just, a jerk. Yeah, which is sad. You know, but he's just always—he's a funny guy, and that was a funny statement. I don't think that there was anything wrong with him. Oh yeah, right. no, I mean, and I don't think what Plus he did. Plus, maybe they want to pick on him too, because you know he's been real proactive about oh, yeah. things and speaking his mind and doing posts, and maybe this is. Yeah. Something they you know maybe trying to give him a black eye, right? Right, or something like. Yeah. Come on, he's a comedian. Like I mean, yeah. when we see comedians, we expect them to be funny all the time, yeah. right? When they're not funny, we're like, yeah, the interview was cool. He didn't tell no jokes. He didn't yeah. just kind of stay your yeah. lane. So we yeah. expect him to be a little stupid because <laughs> yeah. you know the characters he played. That's how he's been. Right. He's, they they've been over the top. So and like I said, it's Jim Carrey. Like come on, there's there's nothing there, right? right. <laughs> yeah. You know, find somebody else. <laughs> yeah, find somebody else to, to attack. Yeah. There's so many. Go back to Ara, Ara Kelly. There's plenty of things you can go and attack him for. Go back you to know Trump. What I mean? Or, yeah, there's plenty of <laughs> other people to focus on other than Jim Carrey, really? Yeah. yeah Jim Carrey, come on now. You know, he's doing Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Let's, let's be real. Yeah. Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. When we come back, is what the hell did I just watch? With uh, a, a review on the new movie with Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanfield, hmm. The Photograph. We'll be right oh. back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. Hey, we're keeping it real all day on 920 AM and 106.9 FM. This is Real Talk WGNU. Hey, welcome, welcome back to the Pascal Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You know, we got 15 more minutes till the uh, the show is over, till the end of end o show. <laughs> so, you know what? Let's do that. Let's do your thing real okay. quick. We got some uh, B-Days today. 
Some celebrities were born today. Yes, they were. On Valentine's Day. Uh, absolutely. Welcome to the people who walked out of the velvet curtains and breathed in their first air of life yes. today. <laughs> so who are the birthday people today? Okay, so we got... Uh, this is uh, somebody that actually passed away in 2014, but at the age of 42. Uh, but born today and out of tennis, uh, Tennessee, he was uh, part of Mabel and Moe when they transitioned to the WWF. Uh, he was billed at six foot nine, four hundred and eighty-seven pounds, and he was part of the Ministry of Darkness, uh, where he attacked the Undertaker and feuded with Kane. Uh, do you remember who this is? Give me a second. Was it like Rob or something like that? No, no, no. no. Also known as Big Daddy V. It's oh, a Viscera. You know this guy. He's got. It wasn't Vader, was it? Uh, oh no. wow! Oh oh, that yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, got, he's got his always had those white eyes. Yeah, like the contacts in and stuff. I remember him? I remember. Him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, let's see here. We got uh, this. Uh, she, this lady actually passed away in 2016 at the age of t- 82, uh, but she was Carol Brady for the Brady Brunch. Oh yeah, Brady Brunch. A special on her uh-huh. too. The what, Brady Brunch. The Brady Brunch. <laughs> what, what's her name? Do you know? No, I don't know. Uh, Florence Henderson. Henderson. Florence Henderson. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Very nice. Let's see. Turning 50 years old today, out of England. Uh, this producer and director starred in Shaun of the Dead. Uh, played Montgomery Scott in Star Trek, in Star Trek Into Darkness. He uh, was the director? Uh, yeah. Of? Uh, uh, of Shaun of the Dead. Oh, okay. Edgar Wright. Uh, nope. Simon, Simon Pegg? Simon Pegg. Oh, Simon Pegg directed that? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't even know that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I can do it. I can't give it any more... Anymore. Powder or something like yeah. that. I gave her all, <laughs> I gave her all, all she got or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Whatever. Well, Scotty. Uh, turning 78 years old today, this uh, politician and newest presidential uh, candidate, uh, his uh, birthplace was Massachusetts, uh, you know, New York City's mayor for three consecutive terms. Bloomberg? Bloomberg. Oh, okay. Yeah. Racist? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, Bloomberg! Yeah. <laughs> if you said stop and frisk, I would have been Bloomberg. Yes. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, turning 42 years old today, uh, out of Iowa, uh, she has portrayed the fearless Michonne on The Walking Dead. I know her I know her face. I just don't know her name. Yep. Uh, deny Guerrero. Thank you. De- deny. Yep. Yes. Why do you got to deny <laughs> everything I ask you? Yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. This, uh, this uh, rapper is 33 years old today, out of New Jersey. Uh, and she released a 2016 album called Scarlet Letter. Um, and she's best known for her single Candyland that features Fetty Wap. And she also joined the eighth season of MTV's Wild and Out. Uh, her album releases Scarlet Letter. Her hair is also scarlet. I know who this is, too. <laughs> and it's Valentine's Day. Her last name is pretty close to today. I can't remember her name. Justina Valentino. Oh, it's just a, Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I like her too. Yeah, she's funny. Yeah, yeah. She, she she can she she's she's good at the the freestyle stuff. Yeah. She's really yeah. good at that. Yep. Surprisingly good. Uh, we got two more. Uh, we have this uh, 48-year-old today out of Germany. Uh, he's a lead singer of Matchbox 20. Uh, I don't I don't know his name, but it, it Rob Thomas? Rob Thomas. Wow, yeah. I can't believe I said you got that. got it. I don't know his name, Rob Thomas. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I want to push you around. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cri- oh, no, that's not. That's the other band, right? Three Doors Down? Yeah. 
They all sound the same to me. Pretty close, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? It's 3 a.m. I must be lonely. That was, that was that era. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and we got our last birthday here on the list for today. Um, and he died at the age of 77 in 1895. <laughs> uh, born in Maryland. Okay. His former slave had become an abolitionist author and speaker. Frederick uh, Douglass. Frederick Douglass. Okay. Yeah. Skadoosh. I'm yeah. glad it wasn't a black history question. I would have failed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there trying to think of everybody. You know it is. Yeah. So, black happy, history. Yeah. <laughs> happy birthday to it's, everybody. Yes. And educate yourself on some black history, y'all. Yes. Yeah. Come on. Even, they, even, even the white listeners, educate yourself. You know, I bet educate. you that there's so many... <laughs> Women that have their birthday today, mm-hmm. and they feel shafted because they're like, "Honey, here's your flowers." Maybe they are getting shafted. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey. Okay, it's kind of like Christmas, you know? Yeah, your like, birthday you, be you, like you, on you Christmas. Get that double present? Yeah, yeah. Not, not really. I mean, because you know, it's not as big of a, a situation. You know, know what I'm saying? It's not like it's a huge gift giving. Day. What? Yeah, I, I give that back. I'm on Jack's side over, <laughs> yeah. over with this. Never mind. I yeah. give that back. Your birthday, yeah. Matter of fact, your birthday in December yeah. or January period. Yeah. yeah. You you need to be a little away from Christmas cause so they don't put it together on yeah. you. Word. Word. So my sister that buffer. My sister's birthday's on Christmas. Wow. And then my girl's birthday is in late January. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a trifecta, and then it's Valentine's Day. Yeah. It's like it's a br- the broke season happens yeah. right about. And this is the broke season. Oh, oh it's, it's the first quarter. I can't hang out. Yeah. Uh. Hey, well, you know, <laughs> my mother's birthday is four days after Christmas. Uh, oh, you you and oh yeah, and then my mom's birthday is the day after New Year's Day. So it's like bang, 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 bang. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like one thing after another, after another, after another. At least after Christmas, you can get those du- the double discounts that they put out on stuff. Oh, my don't, God. Don't you say too? That. Hey. You know for a fact my mom's listening, man. Don't yeah. say that stuff. Then she's going to feel like, oh, so, well, that, that, well, that way you so get that's more. how you get these. Check it out. Tomorrow, I'm going to be at Walgreens getting all that half off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on the candy. The Cadbury oh, eggs. Oh, oh my got God. You got a point right there. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. We sell you. Valentine's on the fifteenth. For all yeah, we we celebrate on the day after. Well, that's side chick appreciation that is, day. That is side, <laughs> that is side ch- chick appreciation day. And actually, you know, it, th- this next segment has nothing to do with side chicks. It has everything to do with the opposite. It has to do with black love. Okay. Mm. It is time for what the hell did I just watch? So has your kids, wow. has your wife, and has your husband because they raped the anybody out here. What the hell? It's gonna be a no for me, dog. Hey, what the hell did I just watch? Yes! And the movie I just got the chance to watch is called The Photograph. Mm. It is out now in theaters today. Today, it premiered today. It's out today for Valentine's Day. All right. Val- the, the, the photograph covers a series of entwining, entwining love stories set in the past and in the present. This stars Lakeith Stanfield. If you don't know, he's on that show Atlanta. Uh, he's been in a bunch of other movies. Sorry to inter- interrupt you, so on and so forth. Issa Rae, which of course is Insecure. Uh, she, she's been in a bunch of movies and a bunch of TV shows. She's a writer, director, the whole nine. Uh, let's see, who else is on there? Who else is in there? You also have Lorel. Uh, Lorel, uh, let's see, Rob Morgan, Calvin Harrison Jr. Chelsea Peretti, 
like and a gang of really really talented black actors now let me just say this okay it is very much a a romantic drama but what i love about this movie so much is that it, it really encompasses something different oh successful black people not gangsters not nobody on the run just a simple story about two black people two black professionals falling in love with each other what i liked about this movie i like the transitions between the flashbacks because there's a lot of things that Issa Rae's character is dealing with in regards to understanding her mother's past because it all revolves around photographs that she has of her mother and just trying to understand her mother's her mother in in her past and how the past has to do with your future you know what your what it has to do with your present day um so i did like the the transitions i thought that that was done very well i thought it was also shot very beautifully because here's the thing a lot of times when they're trying to shoot some melanin you don't see the melanin popping no melanin no, no melanin be popping in these video in these movies sometimes and it was shot very very well everyone looked beautiful a lot of the actors were very very great the supporting cast was fantastic but the thing is the only side bar the only side issue i had with this movie was that i felt like a lot of the characters weren't fully fleshed out like you just sat there and you're going okay thanks for being a part of this story but what did you truly serve to the actual movie because some of these characters could have had their own side stories like yeah. just long drawn out stories on their own uh, but I think that's what is great those characters the people who were playing those characters the actors were able to give those characters thicken those characters roles up and give them a little bit more life so that is a positive thing on that end Lakeith did a really great job I was not expecting that I expect him to be well he's Lakeith yeah. How can I say it? He's Lakeith Stanfield. You know, he's weird, you know, and he does it in his weird way. But it works because Issa Rae's character kind of has that same vibe. They're both quirky. So it worked in regards to this movie. And seeing them fall in love was really, really great. Obviously, I don't want to give you any spoilers, you know. But one thing I really learned about this, and this is from a quote from another movie from way back in the day called Magnolia. But, yeah, I'm a film nerd. Mm -hmm. But a, a line that they said in this movie applies to this one very well, which is, we may be done with the past, but the, de but the past sure ain't done with us. And th I think that's what was really great in regards to this movie about how the past can really, like, you know, like what your parents did have a lot to do with what you do, you know, how you are as a person uh and and so on and so forth so i thought that was really great um and uh, what and i felt like that's what really uh they really did a good job with that in regards to this movie um what else what else was i was gonna say you know that's about it <laughs> no no that's about it uh, obviously on on uh imdb it's getting some good ratings it's at 7.1 stars out of 10. Uh, so hopefully you know, hopefully you guys go and check it out. I would definitely recommend this as a good romantic movie to go see for Valentine's Day. I think it's a very good Valentine's Day movie and especially a very good movie during Black History Month as well. These are well-to-do 
successful black individuals all in one movie. And I, that's one thing I loved about it, giving us a positive light, shedding a positive light on, on, on the black community and, and on black people, black love and all that. So I really like that. So I give it a 3.5 out of five stars. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Hmm. I enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, I love Issa Rae. And Lakeith is still growing on me. I'm going to be real. He's still growing on me. But he did a good job playing the romantic lead role. You know, he, he put it, you know, he did his thing. And it's a it's a really it's a really it's a really nice piece. So go check out the, the, the photograph. I would definitely say go check it in, out in the theaters while it's here. Definitely for this Valentine's Day weekend. It, it's something, you know, if you if you want to feel like getting in the mood, check out this movie. Sounds good. All right. Three point five stars out of five for the photograph. And that. It's what the hell did I just watch? Anyway, we got to get going. Big thank you to DJ Charlie Chan for coming through. Really appreciate means it. a appreciate lot. Appreciate having me. Yeah, thank yes, you. man. Well, hopefully we'll be seeing you again soon. I'm coming here. back. I'm coming back every day. I'm just going to be here. <laughs> Bet. Yeah, even, this, even this weekend, he's going to be here just chilling. Where is everybody? Call me like, where you at? Where you at, man? Bruh, I'm here. Where you at? It's like, bruh, we off during the weekends, man. Bruh. I got the jersey and everything, man. I'm still holding it up. I'm just holding it up, man. Anyway, <laughs> I've been holding it up for 24 hours. Hey. <laughs> anyway, big thank you to Will Robinson for coming through. Check him out this this uh, tonight at House of Soul, Valentine's Day, all that good stuff. Anyway, hope you guys have a beautiful and wonderful and lovely Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day and happy birthday to the Pascal Show. Mm. Four years in the making. Here's to 40 more. We're going to take over the world. Give it yeah. just, just wait. Don't believe me? Just watch. Anyway, big love to you guys. Happy Valentine's Day. Be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Or, sorry, we'll see you guys on Monday. What the hell am I saying? See, that's because I told you I was going to be here. (laughs) You're going to show up. See? (laughs) We'll see you guys on Monday. Stay blessed. Bye. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Pascal. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Pascal Show, for all of our upcoming interviews, games, and our huge giveaways of fantastic swag. Check out facebook.com forward slash The Pascal Show. And be sure to tune in weekdays, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., right here on WGNU. Peace.